I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, you're the fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. What I Season 5, episode 13, Lucky 13, and we've got an awesome one in store for you today, guys. As always, I am joined by my cohort, my co-host almost, if you will. You're the co-host with the most-ish, I'll say. Thanks, man. The most-ish. Ish. We are here with Justin Olimpedo. How hey. is your day going, brother? Good. Going Not well? Bad. Nothing Not too crazy? Yeah. We're dealing with all these crazy new regulations and everything. Yeah. We both work in the restaurant industry, so this weekend has been... A doozy right before the holidays, getting a little bit more uh, uh, shut down there. Uh, Justin's disappearing underneath the camera there. Uh, now, Whoops. Zachary is going to be joining us at some point. I say at some point that way because we <sighs> yeah. literally finished vocals. We started this one a little early, too. And we finished vocals nine minutes ago. We also did have some interruptions. We so. had a couple interruptions. Some people calling us that we didn't really need calling <laughs> us when they called <laughs> us. And we also uh, took on a lot with this single tonight. Uh, you're going to be hearing it a little bit later. It's actually going to be during our first musical break. And as it's we... the second time we've done something on this show. Ooh, uh, a cover? A cover. It's technically a cover. Yeah, last Christmas we covered We Three Kings, and this mm -hmm. year... Recovering Feliz Navidad for you right. guys. So everybody that likes uh, interna international, international, inter, inter, international, international uh, music, uh, and and uh, multi language singles. Uh, this one is all for you. It's actually intergalactical in a way. 
but we'll yes, get to that is. later. I it mean, is. it still follows the timeline of our first song. Like it I does. Said. Parallel, it really does. Parallel, parallel Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Do they celebrate Christmas on Planet X? We want to know. So this is we're going to find out. Yeah. But it's also a very, very extra special episode because we are joined live. And this is, I think, only the second time we've ever had a, a musical guest as our guest. I think so, yeah. And we are joined now uh, by Tim Holhouse. How are we doing, Tim? Hello. How are you all doing? Doing well. Now, as uh, our listeners may uh, tell, he is also our first international guest. So this is an all-international yes. episode here. International Christmas, also an, uh, another idea for... Uh, Episode title that we did not use. Yeah. I went with orange or oranges. <laughs> orange. Yeah, yeah, it'll work. It'll work. None of the titles mean anything, so it'll... Some of them mean is, stuff, is it because it's the same... Better. Is it the same... Is because it's the same color as your... your uh, the squatter currently at the uh, White House. Yes. yes. Yeah, the squatter <laughs> at the White House is very orange. She is super orange. Although, as of today, apparently, everybody is sided with he is no longer going to well, be the, able to squat. It's funny when the text went up. Yeah, I got the messages from like Apple News. Oh yeah, his yeah. iPhone for spamming me with bullshit. Yeah, or whatever. We really care. And a I month get, and uh, a half later after the election, we all know what happened. Yeah, I get. Except uh, for like one Biden guy. is finally the president. <laughs> yeah, or, Biden has won with two hundred and seventy. Um, it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, he has, like, he had where, eighty-one million votes versus seventy-three or something like that. There are that. still people protesting though. Yeah, yeah. So hey, this episode is in honor of that orange bastard, I guess, <laughs> or in dishonor yeah. of that orange bastard. But Tim, I, I, uh, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna get into how we met a little bit later but i met you earlier this year before the world locked down and everything zach was able to yeah. be there that night as well justin was slammed at work and then had a long late night and was able to make it and he said today i'm really regretting not being oh, yeah there i told him that as well for for that day so now we're all getting yeah. to be, we're all getting to hang out and one day soon someday we'll all get to sit around and drink some old crow and yep. play music in basements again and it'll be a wonderful wonderful time but i am interested to get a different uh, perspective on the way the world is going right now. So uh, I know you guys in the UK just entered another lockdown, right? Like fairly recently? Right. So so well, what we've had is we had lockdown two. Okay. Uh, until Electric Boogaloo? Did they like spice it up for you at all? <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like the same, but different. It, um, I mean, you've got to remember, like you might have uh, Mr. Mr. Orange Man. Yes. We've got Boris Johnson. Yeah, the man which, who... they're kind of freakishly similar. It's kind of scary yeah. that they both happened. It's like when two movies, when Armageddon and, and Deep Impact <laughs> came out and you were like, wait, which one's the ripoff here? Um, although I'll well, give it to your guy. He can speak at least a little bit. He can speak well, a no, little he's, bit. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, it's like having the Riddler <laughs> from Batman okay. as as your prime minister, like nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, so what they've done is they had us in lockdown for four weeks from uh, like the end of October, uh, start of November, to the start of December, and then they put us all in these tiers, and you couldn't like really work out what was going on in the tiers other than uh, tier three, you're basically still locked down. Okay. Uh, tier two was like. Yeah, it's uh, restaurants and stuff can still and bars and things can still be open, right. but you're only allowed to sit in tables of six, etc., like that. Yeah, right. and then yeah. tier one is just like there. Uh, there really isn't anywhere in tier. There's like t two islands off of the UK <laughs> that are in tier one. They're just because not letting anybody come in. They're just protecting their come borders. Come in or go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, London, London, where I am, has just gone into tier three. 
as of tomorrow at midnight. So, Damn. Damn, um, so now actually, I guess, um, here because it's quite late. It um, is, and we appreciate yes. you staying up. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I just hope I'm not annoying my partner too much. <laughs> yeah, they can watch this real, later. <laughs> she's got a real life human being job. Oh, okay. so, um, one of those. One of those uh, types. All right. Yeah. I know a yeah. few. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so we we've like we've entered into tier three now, um, which means my gig on Friday is over. It uh, is cancelled. Yeah. Do you have Do you have an estimate on number of scheduled gigs that were like set and ready to go before the initial lockdown? Do you know about how much? Because you were. Again, we'll we'll talk more with Zach, but you were here, you were in the US and it was like, oh shit, they're locking things down. I have to get back to my country. Like I can't like as much yeah. as we would have loved you staying at Steve O's house or at our house or something like that, you would have been like, All right, get me out of this fucking country. Yeah. Get me away from the yeah. oranges. I, I, I think I think I don't know whether my liver could have taken staying with Steve O for eight months. <laughs> yeah, those are good <laughs> nights. Those are good nights. Yeah, I really like I love the guy to bits and what a superstar. Um yeah. but that guy can drink. Yes, he can. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> really we, like... we made the mistake of playing uh yeah we did circle of circle death, of death uh, which i don't know if you guys uh if you guys are just proper drinkers over there and you just drink your beverages but sometimes over here when we're younger you know and we're like illegally drinking because you can't drink till 21 you just come up with dumb games to play with the shitty yeah, bottle drinking of whatever games, you have. Yeah, yeah. so circle of death is a card based game where every card in the deck is ass is assigned a certain meaning and we decided to play that game with steve-o and jen on the show and we we always get drunk when they're on the show. Yeah. We always usually get drunk on the show. Yeah. Um, but we were, like, I watched back, and I'm like, we are incoherent towards the end of this episode. <laughs> it's just five people who like to talk. Well, four people and Justin. Uh, just, like, oh, yeah, all over the place, all on top of each other. That's the episode where Zach said mine comp like, five times. Because um, he was trying to rhyme something with swamp, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, we uh, do you guys do any drinking games like when you're growing up drinking? Over yeah, there? I've got a really good one for you. All have right. you ever played the Have you ever played the Cannonball Run drinking game? No. To the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh no. no! What is it? So you 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 every basically time Dom DeLuise wears a hat, you drink. <laughs> no, no. Every time your character is on on the screen you have to drink oh. wait so you pick who you're going with yeah i, I got farrah fawcett uh nice. one time which was pretty pretty i was pretty drunk <laughs> but it it was a friend of ours and he's quite he's called uh, little matter um his name's chris and it was his birthday so we all sort of rigged it so we got burt reynolds <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's in every shot of the movie pretty much <laughs> yeah he was he was asleep by about halfway through the movie That's just unconscious That's... Oh, man. and uh, we oh. all went to the pub uh we went to i guess you guys call him baba but we went to the pub uh, to celebrate his birthday while he was asleep on his own couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good birthday. You could just tell him that it was yeah, a good time. Yeah, we were all at the bar. You we had a great it? time. We celebrated your life. That, was... that's, a, that's a good one. You pick a movie, basically, and yeah. you, you you put like the some characters in, in a thing, and you have to drink the whole I'm time. I'm definitely while... down for doing something like that. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. We used to do a game years ago um i'm a, a a nerd with vhs so i still collect vhs and have plenty of vhs tapes but back in the day everybody had vhs and everybody seemed to have titanic on vhs or braveheart on vhs so 
I would take the second tape from Titanic because it was like one of the two packs. And I would take the second tape and you put that in. And it just started because we had a bottle of Tequila Rose and Jack Daniels. So we split into the Jack team and the Rose team. And if you're on the Jack team, every time Rose says the name Jack, you have to do a shot of Jack Daniels. And vice versa for the Tequila Rose. There is one scene. Hello. Is this the Woodford Reserve that I heard about? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love good Woodford Reserve. But, yeah, we uh, put in the second half because pretty much within, like, ten minutes of the second half, Jack's chained to the basement and the flood's happening and everything, and they're trying to find each other. And you have to have shots lined up because she's just going, Jack, Jack. And he's like, Rose, 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 Jack, Jack. For five minutes, the only dialogue is Jack and Rose. You trust me, Jack? I trust you, Rose. We got to go. Jack, Rose, Jack, Rose, Jack, Rose. And you're just like... All right, we're done. We're done. Can't drink anymore ever again. But I guess you could, yeah, just pick any movie. Like, you can pick, you want to do a marathon, yeah. pick Lord of the Rings and pick your favorite character because that one you get a bit of a break. You'd be like, I'm Frodo. For the first hour, this is going <laughs> to suck. But then, you know, other things start happening over here and I get a little bit of a break. But if you then should team up. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian would be good. As long as you don't get stuck with the uh, uh, Grogu or, or the or Mandalorian. Mandalor. Although Grogu, the last couple episodes, you'd have a little bit of a break. Spoilers. Yeah, he wasn't. Grogu wasn't in the last one, and I was, I I was disappointed. Not in the last one, no. But Bill I, Burr was. We no, just I'm all it. about. I'm all about Grogu. I'm all oh, about yeah. Grogu. He's great. He's, he's my guy. Oh yeah. Now, that's a great as far as that goes, like as far the bit, as like the, 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 bit, Star the bit Wars. where he goes do do the hand thing and he just yeah. waves at it, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. John Favreau is probably oh, one of my genius. favorite directors. He's genius. He he created that show and and really kind of turned it around yeah. because I mean, mm. for from my knowledge, Star Wars is technically a British film because most of the original trilogy were filmed in the UK, like on uh, sound yeah. lots and everything over there. So do you guys have any... Uh, are, you, are you just as big a fans of the Star Wars world over there? Is that something that is oh, yeah. universal? It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And then yeah, most of the huge. actors nowadays are all British anyway, so, you know... Have you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Have you run yeah, into seems, anybody seems... that's into the Empire? Like, just all about the Empire? Yeah, we were Empire? talking about this before. Is anybody that you know, that you've grown up with or friends with, was anybody 100% like wanting the Empire to win? Because I know a couple people that are uh, like, I like the dark side. You? This All right. Okay. We were saying yeah, Dick was... Cheney probably really <laughs> likes the Empire, and other bureaucrats yeah. that like to control people definitely probably like the Empire a lot. So, Do you just like so when the I darkness? Was... Put your hood well, up. Well, with, 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 me, with me, it was like when I was... I, my first Star Wars figure was Darth Vader. And nice. then uh, my... When we we got dressed up, my mum wanted to dress us up for Halloween. I've got a younger sister, okay. and my mum to my mum's dismay, I wanted to be Darth Vader. <laughs> my sister wanted to be Chewbacca. Nice, <laughs> that's perfect. Hell yeah! Fuck gender harmonies. Yeah, I want to be yeah, Chewie. So my so my, so my sister right, my geez. sister um got uh, my sister was dressed as Chewbacca, except Chewbacca got a lightsaber because. Okay. She I had one. a lightsaber. Yeah. I had one, so she needed one. And then I we went trick or treating with me getting hit around the head. <laughs> she's younger than me. She's like two years younger than me, but about a foot taller than me. She was about a foot taller than me back then. She's still about like two inches taller than me. Right. Um, 
she's like two years younger, but everybody thought we were twins when we were growing up because she's, she's quite massive. When she, when, she, when we were in school, she got the nickname Henry Rollins. Okay. <laughs> she was held she a just guy. sick of it all? She just didn't want to deal with anything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she 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 once held a guy up by his throat because. Uh, Ooh, damn. Yeah. Do you bring he, her he on tour with her. you to protect you? Because I, I should do. You yeah. should. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. you're a lovely gentleman, but you're not, and, and you're not a tiny guy by any means. But you could you could have some muscle around. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a good thing to have. <laughs> She's I'm great sure though. She's really funny. <laughs> She's really funny, but yeah, yeah. When she brought home her first boyfriend, he was a weightlifter. Okay. And uh, do you guys get the Milky Bar kid? I don't know what Milky that is. Bar Milky kid? Bar Kid, no. It's like, no, all right. So it's like a chocolate bar over here. It's a white chocolate bar. Okay. It was this like blonde hair, blue eyed, uh, sort of round spectacled kid. Okay. would advertise it. And um, that. And he was, he, was, he was always dressed as a cowboy for some reason. He was like the Milky <laughs> Bar Kid. Um, pretty stupid. But this, this guy looked like basically the Milky Bar Kid, but it had. Had been doing weights and been okay. on the on the roids. He oh, was like, I have seen this before. See, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. He just showed me a picture. I've definitely seen it. That's that's like a, almost like a nerdier version of Mike TV from Willy Wonka. Sort of. Yeah, that, sort is, of. that is weird. Yeah. Now mm. I gotta say I love uh, British culture. It's one of I mean uh, I think all of us kind of uh, cling to it, especially Some, humor. <laughs> it's mostly the humor because it's dry. When it needs to be dry, it is goofy when it needs to be goofy. And, I mean, we everybody can agree that Monty Python was something that helped shape and and, and, and produce so many other people outside of themselves. Um, but do you, I, I mean, do you, do you know the goons uh, who influenced? No. Uh, so it's a guy called Spike Milligan, who okay. was actually in a couple of the Monty Python movies. Okay. And Spike Milligan, it started out as a radio show because it was before TV. All right. And then they... Um, then they did the goons was a huge huge influence on monty python and they, okay, they've always nice. stated it but spike milligan is one of the most genius com comedians and he passed away well it must be about 15 20 years ago now but he um he got them to put on his tombstone you see i told you i was sick <laughs> <laughs> oh that's on his actual awesome. tombstone he's like, like even even to, even in death he yes. got the last laugh that's but, perfect i mean some of the stuff obviously is over time and some of it like you watch it back now and you're like that's racist yeah, yeah oh yeah sure. not a lot of things age well and i always tend to take the the approach of what if you found out tomorrow that Picasso was a rapist? If like these diaries came out, Picasso was a serial rapist, does it change his art? And there's always this separating art from artist argument that I've gotten into plenty of times mm. where it's like, I won't condone Kevin Spacey and for what he did to, to young children, that's terrible. Right. But it doesn't change that American Beauty and Seven and all of like the usual suspects, it doesn't change that those movies were amazing. It actually makes them a little bit more terrifying knowing, knowing that he was a terrible person in real life and yeah. he just played these psychopaths right. so wonderfully. Um, but with, uh, with with going on the, off of the comedy thing, though, when we grew up, like Monty Python, that was my, my dad was born in 49, so he was in his 20s and getting into them, and so I was born right into knowing all of that. 
Uh, we didn't really get the doctor much until like the new iteration right. started happening. No, my grandmother but, would watch that like every I think, like, Christmas. We would get like PBS. We would get stuff like you know, once uh, in a while. I would watch marathons of Doctor Who, the black and white yeah. The original. Yeah, on Christmas mm. where it was like an actual Christmas old man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But is there anything from American like comedy culture that like crossed over to to British that might like surprise us to the that you guys were really in on? Did you uh. get into like? Was Will Ferrell as big of a hit? Billy Madison or those like like, like oh, the Will Adam Ferrell's Sandler huge. stuff? Okay. So you guys do like Will the Ferrell goofy over the top stuff. That's good. Yeah, Will Ferrell was really big over here. Like, yeah. Um, so I support a soccer team. I'll call it soccer because we call it football because you use your feet. Yes. Um, it makes sense. <laughs> but there are socks on those feet, all right? Yeah. 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 I call it throw ball your one. But uh, that's okay. It makes a bit more that's sense. That's fine. You know, I, the the most hated for... guy on the team is the only one that uses his foot, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got names for all, all, all the sports in America, alternative names. What do you yeah, call so, baseball? Uh, uh, hit ball. Hit ball. ball. Okay. That works. That works. Bouncy ball for basketball. Yep. Of right. course. Yeah. Uh, wrestling, big men cuddling. Big men cuddling. <laughs> My buddy used to call uh, uh, basketball just silly ball. He was like, it's just silly. They're just running around. <laughs> what are they doing? This is just silly. Yeah. I used to play a bit of basketball back in uh, back in my day. Um, so I quite like basketball. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, ice hockey is... Uh, Skatey fight. Skatey fight. fight. That's a perfect name for uh, that it. That is literally what they do. You skate, yeah. you fight. Skatey fight. That oh, works. somebody's written. I can see the comments, and somebody's written Red Dwarf. Red oh, Dwarf. that's my brother. Uh, my brother is in the chat there. Yeah, yes. Red Dwarf. Yeah, Red he Dwarf. is. He is a, a huge nerd as yeah. well. So yes, uh, he just he, he just literally just asked what what he what you call hockey. Skatey fight. Skatey fight. There you yeah. go. There you go. But yeah. So so comedy wise, like I guess Will Ferrell. So Will Ferrell came to a couple of games of my soccer team Portsmouth which is South England was where I'm from like it's Portsmouth's a weird place it's like it's like it's it's its own thing it's really hard to describe Portsmouth to anyone you know Portsmouth New Hampshire yes so Portsmouth Old Hampshire is where I'm from weird and they're very similar I played with a band called Scissor Fight from Portsmouth New Hampshire and we've got discussing it's like a rough port town where the navy is based and there's always fighting it but like you can't get away with not supporting the local football teams right. soccer team sorry so but will ferrell came to a couple of games and we won those games and he came on the pitch at half time dressed as anchorman oh and, hell yeah that's cool and so now every time he turns up, we're gonna we were like, we've got Anchorman, we're gonna win. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, well, not to cut that off, but we are now joined finally, and I am shocked. Okay, no, I'm not. Um, that he's here this quickly. We are now joined oh, yeah. by Mister Zachary Storman. Hello, oh. what's up, dude? Hello, Giza. What, Giza? <laughs> now we're just talking about comedy uh, and how like all of us are huge fans of, of British humor, British comedy, British music, like everything British culture. Um, so, well, my I am my grandmother's from London. Yeah, yeah. So you've got more of a direct connection. I've got the I've got the the dirty bog feeded uh, Irish blood over here. My um, uncle had a pub. Well, my grandmother's brother had a pub in London. Yeah, I never went there, but I tell it exists. That it sounds cool. Existed. Do you know? Do you know where? Do you know where it is in London? Just he yeah. doesn't have it anymore. Uh, I don't know what the name of it was. It this was the seventies and eighties. He had a pub. 
Do you know which area it was in, by any chance? Nope. Nope. My parents nope. never took me to England. They're American uh, here now, so yeah. they just drop all that shit. Once you, that's the deal. When you become American, you have to just throw everything else out. We don't like new yeah. stuff. The first 130 well, years were for bringing new culture. Now it's for maintaining no, that it, false we, culture. We only like when new I was, in the name. When I was born, my... My parents used to go over to England all the time. Yeah, and they, they had, didn't tell people about that. They had kids, that. and they were yeah. like, I'm not dragging these rotten children on a plane <laughs> yeah. over the fucking ocean. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, especially you, the two of you. It'd like, terrible. you can go on your own time. <laughs> well, as, 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 a tra- as a somebody who travels on planes and stuff quite a lot, I, I thank your parents for not doing that. Because <laughs> right. the amount of bloody kids on a plane. I'm yeah. Like, it is pretty I terrible. I don't know if you guys know Bill... A fans of Bill Hicks, but that oh, yeah. oh yeah, that whole sketch about the kid like playing with the airlock door. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I've been there. Yeah, no, that is. I remember we were. Uh, I'm from a huge family. I'm one of ten children. My parents had ten kids because they were not able to have cable. They're Irish and they're religious. Pick a combination of that. And uh, a lot of power outages. A lot of power outages. Um, and they would go. We'd go on vacations, but usually we would just drive. We would have a giant fifteen passenger van. If we were going from Pennsylvania to Florida, we would just drive. But I remember being probably about five or six, so there were about seven of us, and they took us all on a plane to California. So that's a six-hour flight, five-hour flight, whatever it is. And all of us were there, and I just remember my dad being like, "All right, like I fly for a living." I'm just giving you things to distract you. And this is when they had the big screen on the walls right. and you didn't need headphones. They were just playing the movie. Mm. People were probably still smoking because it was like 91. And I remember being given, um, my dad just knew that I was fat or maybe he was just making me fat and it was just a way to, to just kind of like distract me. He gave me uh, like a thing of Starbursts and he was like, here. And I just, I love Starbursts and I just never got them. And I molded them into different, sh- I didn't eat them. I sat there <laughs> like a child with some problem and I pushed all of the colors together and I was making statues. I made a big ball. I was, my hands were just covered in shit. So I can only imagine everybody else <laughs> in the plane looking at this fat little kid on the corner, just like, ah, da, 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 da. But at least I wasn't screaming. I'm sure the younger ones were screaming, though. They were definitely... But yeah, bring kids on a plane. Never a good time. Never a good yeah, time. My, I always me appreciate and my, people not doing that. Me and my sister, my, my parents told me, me and my sister, when we... When we actually lived in the States, in D.C., for about really? six months. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, um, when, uh, when, my, when we... Because of my dad's job. I can't really go into what my dad did, but... He was in D.C. Oh, yeah. we see. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, so we we were we were flown over, and my mum said, "Oh, you were good as gold. You got on the plane, you fell asleep, and you were woke up when we got the other side." I said, "Oh, what about my sister?" It was like, "Well, she tried to stick sweets up her nose. She was <laughs> coloring with crayons on the seat. She was screaming." I was like, "Ah." Oh, one yep, time, yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like one kid just fell asleep. Yeah, and now my sister really hates flying, and she lived in Australia for um, like nine years, and she just she took never, boats everywhere. <laughs> well, she never she flew out there, but she wouldn't just come back. She, she I think she came back twice in nine years. I think Damn. I went out there What's, more times than she. How long does it take to fly to Australia from you? Uh, from us, say so we're uh, like seventeen hours from California. I think it is. Yeah, so, so it's, it's something like 
if you don't have if you only have like a short stop over i think you can do it in 14 damn okay yeah. all right all but, right that's great but i think i've done it i've done it in like 20 20 because i i had a i had a show out because uh, i was touring out there okay uh, and i flew i set off the evening of christmas eve not realizing that i'd spent the whole christmas day in the air because oh, the time zone changed yeah, yeah. Yeah. I landed at seven in the morning in on Boxing Day on the twenty sixth. Right. I landed and my sister says to me, "Oh, uh, what time's your show uh, today?" And I said, "Oh, my show's not till Boxing Day." And she's like, "No, it is Boxing Day, you idiot!" <laughs> I was like, oh shit! So I literally, like, I've, I've I've slept in the taxi on the way back. Had yeah, about an hour Jesus. on a couch, and then I had to go and I had two shows in one day. Fuck. Oh, now, can you explain? This is something I've never looked up. I hear it referenced all the time. What is Boxing Day? Because we so don't it's the tw- do it's that. The twenty sixth. Yeah, it's the twenty sixth. So is that when you put all of your return items in the boxes and bring them to the store because your parents bought you shitty things? No, actually, the the real reason is it was the the servants like Downton Abbey shit. Here we yeah. go. Um, I've never watched Downton Abbey, um, but <laughs> it's it's where all the servants got to unwrap their presents because they'd be oh. serving the family on Christmas Day, so they oh. would do it. Now my partner, cool. now my partner's actually Finnish, and their Christmas Day is actually Christmas Eve. Okay. Weird. Mm, the Finns. Well, we've got Christmas <laughs> all over the world to talk about tonight, and we are going to get to that mm. in a little bit. But first, we have beverages to drink and you've got a comment about our beverage from last week so we've got to jump into what are we drinking justin hit it we drink it so you don't have to review it in the morning for the bathroom cheap booze and craft brews review it in the morning for the bathroom what are we drinking what are we drinking yeah guys so we uh are always drinking something on the show and this season we've been going through a lot of different beer and Mm -hmm. ranking it on a scale of zero to 100 um if you have i know you said that you've had our one featured beer before and you've enjoyed it uh we are drinking blue moon as our tasting beer so if you can from recollection give us a grade when we go into that definitely jump in uh, but Blue Moon is a Belgian white, Belgian-style wheat ale. As uh, we were discussing earlier, uh, they were sued uh, for saying Belgian wheat yes. because they are not a Belgian wheat. I have told this story plenty of times that in the 90s, Blue Moon approached a number of... I'm sorry, Coors approached a number of microbreweries and tried to buy a very similar-style beer, one of them being Kugels. Uh, and their Sunset Wheat, and they really, really wanted the recipe, and all of these companies refused to sell. It was the beginning of the the boom, and people were like, nope, we're going to do it on our own. We're going to be good. We'll be fine. So Blue Moon turned around, and they made, or Coors turned around, and they made made Blue Moon. And the way I always say it, to kind of give it a dig, is that they, they fucked up the recipe. They couldn't get that citrus flavor right, 
So now they tell you when you drink a Blue Moon to put an orange slice on it because that gives it the proper taste. Right. I never put an orange slice in it. I think it is better without the orange slice, I but it is still not as good agreed. as what they wanted it to be. I think they also changed some of the stuff up because they're really on the side now going on about this uh, Valencia orange peel. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all about the. They're, the val- they're now val- going like, not, hey, we figured out Valencia, what was wrong. Yeah. Valencia. Yeah, we need to put oranges in it, do we? Um, so we're drinking this, but you were actually drinking, uh, you were drinking before, I don't know if you still have it, an actual Belgian, correct? Yeah, so this so, is actually an actual Belgian white white wheat And beer. who is this from? It's a triple? And it's made by monks. It's called Triple Caramelite. It's made by monks in a monastery. As it it's be. my favorite beer of all time. Hell yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's about 11.5%. Ooh. Oh, that's um, a good one. That oh. is really yeah. This is what four. What is this? Does it say? On they it? don't advertise. No, five point four percent. Five point four. So it's higher so than normal. Higher than other beer. Yeah. So Here. what I'd say, uh, Blue Moon is more like is more like a ho. Is is a little bit like a ho garden. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Is what it feels it's like. It's like yeah. a shit ho garden. Yes. Yeah. And ho garden um, is already kind of like eh. I, I like I it, but it's kind of eh. it's like it's. It's like it's it's like uh, it's like you sort of like you guys say the well. It's like the well of of beers. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, in Belgium that shit, that and Stella Artois are like and and Jupia are like yeah. Well, that is the craziest thing with Stella is that here, if you get a Stella, oh, you're getting a fancy beer. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. You're getting it's expensive and the gold rim and the knife sliding across the top, like it is all about presentation. Well, it's, and it's kind of the same here because it's an ex ex they export it, but yeah. it actually Stella in Belgium is like way better. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, that happens with most beers like than that. in like the UK or in the states. Yeah, but right. it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's kind of Stella was seen as it was well until recently it was seen as quite. A, now we're actually getting the proper Belgium stuff over here, like nice. caramelites and Leff and stuff. So can you get Blue Moon over there? Yes, we do. We do. Yeah, the, the supermarket Sainsbury's does it. Yeah. And okay. uh, my local co-op does it, literally, like, just up the road. Very cool. Uh, um, they, uh, they, the, our co-op is, is, is great. It has a weird selection of beers. It has, like, its own brand beers. Okay. All of which are called, like, you have an IPA, you have a triple hop, you have a lager. No they names. All taste, they all taste the same. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Just yeah. different labels. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just to get you to buy all of them, you know? It's like Pokemon. Yeah. You gotta so I did. But, yeah, they do Blue Moon up there. So, yeah, we okay. do get Blue Moon. I don't think I've ever put an orange in it. I think um, unless somebody's put it in it at a bar or something. Yeah. Like, now... Like, We've all had this before. Um, this is a beer that I really I've never had do. this in the can. Before. I've never had it in a can. I'm liking it out of the can. I don't mind it's it. easier to drink. I killed one already since the beginning of the show. That was pretty quick. Um, Justin, uh, do you ever opt for a blue moon? I used to. You used to? I like uh, when I would get, like when I first started going out to the bars, I think okay. I was drinking blue moon more than anything. Yeah. Only cuz it was uh, at the time It was different. It was Well, new. it was different and also it wasn't Miller or Budweiser or Exactly. And and Shock Top kind of jumped on at sort that of, point like But I never got into Shock Top like stuff. 9 2010 it got really really popular and that was just Budweiser ripping off Coors, who made Blue Moon, who is ripping off other right. real brewers. Um, on a scale of 0 to 100, Justin, what do you give a Blue Moon, seeing that it is a Belgian white, a Belgian-style wheat ale? Uh, well, considering it's not a Belgian white anymore, yeah. and it's the style, uh, reminds me more of the Hope Garden or yeah. even a Pilsner, 
I would say 45. 45. Zach, what do you give a blue moon on a scale of 0 to 100? Now, Belgium is my favorite style. Yes. For sure. Oh, yeah. I love the Einstock. Um, I, well, yeah, that's good. That's Icelandic, though. That's the, Icelandic, the, yes. I don't know how to say it. You, Tim said it different. The, he said left. I always said Lefe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lefe. Lef, yeah, it's Lef. actually Lef pronounced Lef. because it's French. Oh, yeah, all right. Okay. Um, that, um... French Belgium. What's the other... St- the, um... Like the Chimay and stuff fat, like yeah, that? Yeah, the Chimay. The Francis Connor. Francis Connor. Yeah. Which I, I love that so many people in America call Francis Connor a Francis Connor. Because I'm I'm American when, and it's a Francis Connor. <laughs> when when I first worked in a bar and they sold uh, uh, Francis Connor, people were like, oh, can I get the Francis Connor? And it was like a big wine restaurant bar. And I'm like looking at all the wine bottles going, I think we're out of Francis Connor. Like this, whatever label this is, we don't have right now. And then I went to the bartender. I'm like, do we have Francis Connor? He's like, yeah, I got it right here. And he opens. I went, Francis Connor? Oh, you idiots. Okay. I used to drink a ton of that. Yeah. that's yeah. That was my The Dunkel was my beer of choice, but we can't get it in the U.S. right now for whatever. Last couple of years, we can't get the, yeah. the Francis Connor or Hefeweizen Dunkel. Now this, when this, when I first started drinking, this was like... Premium. Ooh, you didn't you yeah, didn't yeah. get a Bud Light or a Miller yeah. Light, you yeah. know? Um, and on tap and in bottles, I always thought it had way more um, Belgian wheat style. Yeah, you know what I mean. In a bottle, this you this this in this fucking can does not taste like it I remember Blue Moon. It tastes, tastes more really light. It, it does tastes have more orange. orange and again, this is going to be the easiest beer to just like crush. We yeah. should have got more of them. Um, <laughs> But what do you give it? Uh, zero to one hundred, Zach. I'm I'm fucking thoroughly disappointed. All right. I'm giving it a thirty-five. Thirty-five. All right. I'm not disappointed. I think I like the can better. We all know I like it in the can, and I'm gonna give it a sixty. It's not great. It's below failing for us uh, in, in the grading ways. But I, I think it's it's a six out of ten for what it is being an imitation of something. It is passable if you pour it in a glass not, and I hand it totally to me. I totally disagree. Yeah, this I think it's not all right beer. as wheat. That, not as wheat. Rip Dunkle. Rip Dunkle for sure. Um, now, Tim, you've had it in the past. What would you, on a zero to one hundred, being able to get really good Belgian beer over yes. there? What would you give a Blue Moon? Uh, yeah, zero I mean, I, I might be, I might be fair in say like about fifty out of a hundred. All right, it's okay. sort of like down it's, the middle. It's, it's palatable. Right. It's palatable and it's better than like you guys were drinking car and like I I, oh, I yes, know yes. the UK is, you were drinking Carling last week, which yeah. is and crazy that Zach did that research on the show and then you messaged me and you're like this is literally the beer that when you go to most <laughs> venues you said that they're the one that they'll like sponsor the venue or whatever they're they, just like yeah like they sponsored uh, like there was the Astoria which is sadly no longer there and the LA two. Uh, also no longer there because that's been knocked down for the crossrail but that's where I saw Danzig oh nice um, and uh, uh, it was like that. I think they, the Brixton Academy they sponsored the Hammersmith Apollo they sponsored Jesus. so they became like the Carling Academies um, oh. and and, and, the, and for a while that was the only bit that or the other beer that they made which is Foster's we almost is, got the big oil cans oh, of Foster's man. for tonight. So so Foster's, Foster's is not Australian. It's made in the UK. Okay. Uh, I'm really? sorry. I but hate it's, Foster's. But it's, 
Australian for beer. Australian for beer. <laughs> but it isn't though, because no. they don't drink it out there. Yeah. It's, I've toured in Australia and they were like, yeah, we don't drink Fosters. It might have been invented here, but it's brewed in the You just imagine it's... everyone's got a giant hand holding a giant can, just walking around. <laughs> Last time I had one of those big ones, yeah. I was like, at the beach when I was like 18, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. ended like more, summer, more bang like, for your buck. Yeah, it's just, thought. and yeah. somebody's like, somebody's older brother's like, yeah, I, I can you guys be I'm like, well, I'm like six dollars. <laughs> so, oh, I'll get you two fosters. You'll be good, You'll be man. fine. It's You'll 190 be... ounces and two beers. <laughs> yeah, you're good. So, yeah, you do this, you hit the beach, get sunburned, it'll be great. Uh, and I'm 18, uh, I'm like. Yeah, Foster's is awesome. Cover yourself in yeah. some, you know, oil and stuff. Not like cooking oil, though, to really cook your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You so if you go to one. an old school pub over here, like yeah. your choice will be, your choice will be Foster's, Carling, uh, Heineken, or um, probably if you fan- if it's a fancy pub, Stella. But those pubs are dying out really yeah, quickly right. now. Like oh, they're proper, like. There'll be like five old guys in flat caps like drinking <laughs> in a minute. You're like, this pub is not is gonna be a gastro pub in about <laughs> two minutes. I oh. yeah, I miss, dude, I miss nasty ass Bars. Bars? Yeah. 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 Um, I miss dives. I I love a good dive. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hole in the walls are great. Yeah. And a lot of them I'm sure internationally <clears throat> a lot of them are not doing well right now because especially mm-hmm. in here, if you're not selling food um, you, you can't be open because you can't just be in there to drink right yeah, now. Yeah, everywhere is fucking mm. fancy. Yeah, everybody had to turn into a restaurant. I work at what was a dive bar. It is now one of the most respected restaurants in our town because my boss has just turned it around so quickly to deal with all of this. And so it's a have total you had change the, of pace. Have you had the substantial meal thing then hit over there as well? Well, they basically said that you have to, in order to be consuming alcohol, our regulations in our state, because everything's broken down state to state. Yeah, yeah. So in, in Pennsylvania, you have to be ordering food that would warrant a meal. Right. And yeah. they've had arguments over that because I'm like, what what do you what's warranting a meal? Who are you to tell me? Because we're we're all about freedom mm-hmm. here. You can't tell me what a meal is. To me, a meal is 17 mozzarella sticks. Fuck you, go away. a basket away. of french fries. A basket of french fries. So, so, so over they, here, that's been the same thing. Yeah. You've had the same thing. You you can only have a drink with a substantial meal. And there was a whole thing about scotch eggs. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah. So is a scotch egg a substantial meal? They did that with I mean, wings over here. They were like, in New York, like, wings don't constitute a meal. I'm like, 12 wings is a fucking yeah, shitload of food, man. Like, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, I know you guys do portions a lot bigger, but, yeah, it's yeah. funny. And then, then we got, like, uh, then we got MPs. Like, we've got some, like, Boris's Boris's pals. Yeah. Uh, like oh well I like a scotch egg and oh it just got fucking sickening it all became about the scotch eggs yeah now what what is a scotch egg a so it's an egg ham? yeah it's an egg covered in uh, pork yeah then covered in breadcrumbs and yes. then deep fried okay, that sounds delicious thought. so it's an American <laughs> snack that's just a snack here yeah we do that for I'll like 11 yeah 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 yes. you can only yeah. order them by 
uh, a dozen. Eight, yeah, a yeah, dozen. It's a dozen. That's a minimum order. And it's a baker's dozen, so you get 13. And times are hard, so the prices just went up. They're yeah. like $45. They are. They and are. it comes with just like a, some sort of mayo-based sauce. <laughs> just slam No, on. don't disrespect aioli. Right. Aioli. <laughs> aioli. Aioli. It's just mayo. Um, now, we do have another beer uh, that uh, Zach... Uh, we almost didn't get this, this. We almost didn't get this. It's from Evil Genius Beer Company. It is the Mimosa of Beers... Brewed alongside Miller High Life, and it is called Brunch So Hard Orange wow. and Mango IPA. Have you so, read the hashtags on this? I did not. What do we hashtag got? Hashtag brunch. Hashtag brunch goals. Hashtag brunch life. Hashtag oh, we brunch need to vibes. jump on these hashtag hashtags. Resting brunch face. Hashtag Ooh. brunch so hard. Hashtag brunch squad. Hashtag. Wait, I got a boomerang this. No, hashtag. Just now on. I'm going hashtag to hashtag all these hashtags yourself, from now on. Hashtag all the feels. Hashtag your basic. All right. So this is uh, your basic. again your basic. <laughs> your basic. This your basic. is 6.5. Wait, is it this is... brewed with Miller highlight? Yes. Yeah. And it is an orange and because mango it's got the, IPA. Um, like a, uh, and it also has the Miller highlight logo well, no, it on got, it right there. But the, I'm talking about the girl. Yeah, that's the girl. It's, yeah, but it's not. But it's not. It's not. It's a it's a evil it, genius it's, it's version a, it, of her. Yeah. It's an imitation. Now uh, we uh, have had plenty of evil genius in the past. Uh, we've had some on the show during this grading time. I've never been disappointed. They always have really funny names. Uh, they have one that is the, probably the most popular. That's on the uh, label. Purple monkey very silly dishwater. Names for very serious beers. That is literally uh, what what they say there. Um, I'm excited to see this paired next to the blue moon. So we're tasting the blue moon. We're going to give this a like, taste. It smells way better. And then we're going to have to get into some music because we are rocking and rolling here. Ooh, that does I like smell this. juicy. I now, like it's it. funny, uh, I burped out as I was inhaling, so I really just got my burp there on the second one, and James says that Blue Moon tastes like someone else's burp. Yes. I literally just inhaled my own burp of Blue Moon, and it's not good, uh, so I'm not taking any points away from Blue Moon on that, but the <laughs> burp definitely wasn't good. Now, I'm excited to try this, so we're going to give this a little sipper. That is a very light IPA. That is not super hot. It's, it's dry at the end, it is but dry it at is the very end. good. It's got some fruitiness to it. I was expecting a little bit more uh, punchy in the face, but for 6.4% and the juiciness of this, this is actually a crushable beer. This is a very crushable feeling beer. We'll see how we feel after one of them and if we would... True. I mean, there's only one more left and I have it, uh, but we would see if we would want <sighs> any more of this. Uh, Tim, while we are tasting this, what else are you drinking over there? Anything else? You got so a nice variety? I've got, I've got a Peckham Session, which is a... Uh, I used to live in Peckham. It's okay. not very far from here. It's about, like, four miles, maybe, away. Nice. It's it's another part of London. Um, uh, yeah, this is from the beer company that I... I this, uh, my friend opened a, a beer shop called Water cool. into Beer. And he puts on gigs there. I've played there six times since he opened January 2018. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm now his new delivery driver for Christmas. <laughs> nice. He said he, um, he lost an employee and you're like, I'll help out. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he messaged me going, I'm in a real stick. I know you've got a car. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, where I live in London, not it's a lot of cars. Not, not an awful lot of people own cars. Right. It's 
there's there's public transport everywhere. Oh, so, yeah, it's the same so, as New York, New York or, or, or yeah, any yeah, major city. Besides Los well, Angeles, most cities well, yeah. have really good public transportation, so I don't you know, usually I don't, don't need know. a car. Los Angeles, I would say, doesn't have good public transport. No, yeah, yeah everything but great. L.A. L.A., I ah, lived... When, did you ever ride the subway in L.A.? I rode the subway a couple times in L.A. Oh, yeah, it was but... sketchy as hell. And I rode. I didn't. I have lived in L.A. three separate times in my life, and I have never owned a car living in L.A. And only one of those times did Uber exist. So I was the like rat king of the fucking bus lines there. I knew the bus lines. I knew how to get to where and every how, the intervals and everything. Rat, rat king, king of the bus of line. the bus line. That's the you, really that's good free. name. That's free. That's free. That's free. You can take that. <laughs> hey, mate, you make it. Anybody. Just hashtag. I, I have so used the public transport in uh, LA, and I don't know whether it's just me, but or, or maybe the fact that I was carrying a guitar, but it seemed to be like a lunatic magnet in LA. Yes, every time I... one on, like if you can't afford to live in LA so much that you can't afford a car, and you are then taking public transportation, you are on the like you are either a hardworking like single mother or a father that just doesn't have a car. But I got ostracized by everybody on the bus all the time. I would get yelled at because I was a white kid on the bus, and there were very few white people that took the bus at all out there. And it was mm. the one guy literally just turned, like, there was me and another white guy sitting next to me on the bus. And everybody else is pretty much, you've got a lot of, like, I mean, it used to be Mexico, so you have a lot of people that are of Mexican heritage. You have a lot of Asian, and they're all, like, going to work. They're doing whatever they're doing. And one yeah. guy one time just screamed at me, that uh, I he goes uh, he, he screamed like hey gringo what is your fucking beamer in the shop get off the bus and I was like what and the guy next to me went it's a Porsche and yeah it's in the shop and I went oh no so like I'm, I'm not saying do brown face or anything but you might just want to wear a mask and now it's a great time to that was wear a great a mask. time public transport um, for but all. I yeah it is it is crazy people and then people that are just you know not as you know fortunate to have uh, worldly possessions that allow them to drive to work but most of them are just people that I think live on the bus and they just drive around because LA is kind of a welfare city there are tent cities everywhere as much mm. as the glamour and, and the, 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 the glitz of it all it is really like the oh, yeah, yeah. disparity I mean, like between wealthy and poor is like you got and a guy who's literally the Worst Such a weird fucking weird city, city ever, dude. It is. It's Zach and worst. I have both lived there separately, and I it has a special place in my heart because I enjoy it for what it is. It is a plastic city with plastic people, and you can just walk around, and everyone's nice to you because they don't know who you are, and you might be something that they can get something from. And I'm not anybody you can get anything from, but I'll take that fake bullshit while I'm going into a store and I'm dressed so, like a schmuck. So when I was when I was one time when I was in LA, I, I mean I, I I like I'm exactly like you. I just like yeah, this is this is not real. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. one of my games in LA is how walking down uh, Hollywood Boulevard and trying to see how many shit Spider-Men I see. Yes. <laughs> I, I employed a lot of those guys. I, were, I ran a pop-up bar that was a Tim Burton-themed pop-up bar called Beetle House for a while. I remember you saying, yeah. And we had, we had guys that were... The one guy played... I don't know if you've ever seen Reno 911. Oh, um, yeah, I love it. So this one guy was Lieutenant Dangle. Oh, on Boulevard. but he was dangle on pcp with like the fairy wings and everything like that episode 
So they were, he was walking around. We, we hired the Willy Wonka off of Hollywood Boulevard. Like all these guys, most of them are psychopaths, but we lucked out and had like the actual good actors that were like, no, I'm just really good at doing my own makeup, doing my own costume, my own hair. Right. And I can walk around and just fake the Willy Wonka, the, the, the newer Willy Wonka, the Charlie, the yeah. Chocolate Factory, Johnny Depp style. And, and so we hired a bunch of these guys, but most of them, yeah, shitty Spider-Man, like the the shitty fat Batman that you're just like looking at him, you're like, what? Yeah. You're not, like, your gut is hanging out and people yeah. are still taking pictures with you. Yeah. It's fucking disturbing. So, so my, my, my one was that Depeche Mode had been playing mm. um, in, in, in L.A. that night. And um, I think it's the Sunset, Sunset Hotel. Okay. really fancy hotel yeah. was where they were staying my friend Jade I'd, I'd like literally I'd just finished the tour we'd played in Tuana the night before and I was like I got one day um, to like knock around before I caught my flight home uh, in LA and I was hanging out with my friend Jade because I hadn't seen her since 2000 and it was this was like 2018 so I hadn't seen each, had seen each other in 18 years Properly, she'd been at my show and we'd like reconnected and hung out. So, um, anyway, we're we're there now. Jade works in fashion and she's not a she she's like a manager, but like um, she's not a bad looking young lady, shall we say? Yeah. And uh, she'd brought two of her models along who were just like hot. So I'm sat there looking like fucking Rasputin. Like I <laughs> you do have um, a little bit of a Rasputin thing, but that. Bodes well for you in the penis region because that guy had a dong. <laughs> um, but but so so I'm sat there with these like I'm dressed all in black as well, and like drinking whiskey. So, what? And there's this like two models and this beautiful girl, and we're all like chatting outside in the in the uh, sort of garden bit of the uh, hotel. And some members of Depeche Mode's touring team, none that I recognise. So I guess it was like mostly the backing musician stuff guys um because i know dave grand doesn't drink or uh, the other fellow that you'd recognize doesn't drink um but yeah so so there's like people like sniffing around trying to work out like oh which members are in depeche mode yeah and i'm english yes so <laughs> you're english and you're wearing so all you're black the, you're, and you're brooding i'm there with these beautiful women and, you're and, definitely and, the lead singer of depeche mode yeah. to anybody that I'm, de know. I'm definitely something to do with depeche mode yes. but these guys just would not leave me alone <laughs> so i had to put on a really terrible new york accent Yes. Get rid of them. Do you mind trying? I was like, I was I like, I was like from New York, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> but you know what? I just, uh, I just sound like Coach Steve from Big Bell. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. Because you know what? Those people exist, and some of them it's are so, from New that's, York. See, that's hilarious, because the three of us... I, us can put on a New York accent. Yeah, how you if, doing over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. If, if, I, I, if, if I go to the fucking you talking about there? this you know, and that and how you doing, but, how am I doing? Tell me I'm not wrong. You go to like the deli and yeah. the guy at the deli is like, you're like, like, yeah, hey, uh, we want for long. like, Oh yeah, yeah. Give me the. Uh, I'm like all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden I have the accent Bro. and I can't yeah. help it. I'm yeah. ordering 
Oh yeah. I'm ordering a sandwich at the deli and yeah. I got the you know what I mean? Yo, like, yo, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. yeah, so uh, it's I It's so know. easy to oh, slip into oh. that for us. And then when yeah. I was working I, I, Boston, I would genuinely the love it though. If if so, if I talked to somebody in New York and they did sound like Coach Steve, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you come back here, we're gonna find you a New York Coach Steve and it's gonna oh. be it's go, we're just gonna have you have a conversation with him. In that. Real All quick, right. yes. I'm giving this an 85. 85? You're going to give it an 85? We do need to rank this one here. Zach, what are you going to give the brunch so hard? You're disappointed? Yeah, 57. 57. Oh. I thought it was going to be harsher as an IPA, but knowing that they're trying to go for the mimosa of beers, I'm going to go in the middle there. I'm going to say it's a 72. It's not super impressive, but it's above uh, 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 failing grade. So yeah. I will give it that. All right. All right. So before we get off at any more tangents, we do need to speak on our song that we recorded for this week. Right. Now, we've already told you that we are doing a cover of Feliz Navidad. Uh, while we are finishing it, Zach goes, are we going to get taken down for this? Because this song is only like, I was like, it's 50 years old. So we might we might get taken down for yeah. releasing a cover of this. We might get hit for uh, it. Fair, Who knows? Fair use act. Fair use act. Well, we're not doing anything. Patriot bad. act. Just pick an act. We're we're, we're operating under that. Uh, we're listening to you at home, <laughs> and we're drinking beer, and we're gonna uh, play this song. Um, now we did an international version where we do. I think I said seven different languages, six different languages. This the song it's, is no, it's an intergalactic version. It, it is, is. I did say that before. It, it is an intergalactical version. Um, so we do speak in Spanish because it's already in Spanish and English. So that's two, and then Norwegian, Thai, German, French, and Klingon yes. in here. Um, now, now to real accompany quick. that, we did also change up the genre yes. of the music with each language. Right. So, uh, what was your real quick? I was just going to say, Tim, I have, uh, I just want your opinion on how you think we did with the pairing to music. Yes. To the language. To the language. Because you might be closer right. to at least the, 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 I mean, we, we both the have French. Spanish close to us, but Norwegian, German, French. Yeah. Um, I don't know okay. if you know any of those languages, if you can speak uh, and dabble. Petit français, petit français. Okay. okay. So that'll be the one you can, you can judge and see how we do there. And just and, more like and the, the pairing of what. Of the music to the the uh, to the lyrics or to the to the language, um, Zach. What were the genres? Uh, Spanish into English. We just went traditional we with just, that the one. The traditional Feliz Navidad acoustic guitar. Yes. Uh, then we transition very abruptly into Norwegian black metal. Black yep. metal, and then we go to Thai. Uh, so that one is sort of the roundabout way. Yeah. Um, if you know the band Crumbin, yes, uh, people call them a Thai funk band. Um, they're actually from Texas. Yes, <laughs> um, but they they, they their wear name ties. their name is Thai. Okay, um, it's a Thai word. Their okay, name. and because um, they dress very strangely. Okay, no one can really tell. Like, are these guys American? So, like, what where? genre of music do you put them under? They're like a, a sort funk. of like it's a, funk. It's a little funk. It's yeah. a little like laid back All sort right. of. All right, Fuck. and then the next one we did is we went German. Yeah, like Kraftwerk. Just straight up. Ger we just went German, German techno. German techno. And then we went French. Uh, yeah, we went like French pop, a little bit of like... Um, the modern day pop, which sounds a lot like Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Yeah, you know uh, Christine and the Queens? Yes. Um, and then a little bit of Daft Punk at the end. A little bit. Just because... A little bit. Why not? And then finally, uh, Klingon. <laughs> War battle music? I don't know what we did there. 
We did what How we did thought. How did we end up on Klingon? Um, I had an idea uh, of another language because you were okay. like, what other language? We were going to do like uh, Korean and we were going to do K-pop. And then I was like, uh, hold on one second. And I found a Klingon translator online <laughs> and I typed in Merry Christmas and it came up Kush Kishmash. And it's basically a bastardization based on, like, a label on a Christmas present in some episode that somebody gives Worf, I guess, that I've never noticed. I don't remember Christmas episode with I don't Worf, remember but... at all. But apparently some other nerd did the research, and I'm, I'm standing on their shoulders <laughs> here. Um, so we, we threw in Klingon there. Now, uh, lyrically, it's just the song Feliz Navidad, which is Feliz Navidad... Uh, Prospero Año y Feliz Nidad, which just means Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous New Year. And then I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. All of the lyrics in the song are that um, and translated versions of that. The only thing that we changed is in Klingon because it was so inconsistent. I found about 12 different translators. The The final line from the... It, it's Kush Kishmash a Vutul Web Disc Gov Duakam. Which is Merry Christmas. I hope this year brings you honor. Fair enough. I, yeah. Which is a very Klingon thing to say. Yeah. Um, I will say that aside from Zach going crazy as he usually does on the musical side of things that we've already discussed a little bit, the the more fun of this, and we didn't spend too much time, was the drums. Yeah. So Justin, you again, <laughs> every single language listed here, there's a different genre. Yes. Which one was the hardest one for you to get through? Um, I don't know if they were really that hard to get you through. You kinda you kinda um, figured it out. Like I mean, to be good. fair on my part, some of the stuff kind of bleeds together. Like when you yeah. start doing like some of the funk and the deaf deaf punk style, they kind of are similar in the feel. But, Andy Moose uh, in the chat real quick is saying he hates how good my Klingon accent is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Zach said I sounded like Sean Connery singing it, so we'll see how that comes out. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I, uh, yes, I had a lot of fun yes, with it, yes, though. Yes, yes. It was, it was, it was a fun I time. I once had a drink with Sean Connery's brother. Really? Oh, that's cool. Ooh, that's a claim to fame right there. <laughs> is John Is Connery? it John Connery? Was it John Connery? I can't remember his name now, but he looked like basically what Sean Connery would look like if he just stayed in Scotland. Okay, okay. And didn't have money and people pripping and prodding him and everything like that. All right, well, we're gonna jump into this, uh, Tim. You're gonna be able to listen along here with us. This is um, a long one. So this is it's a long one. It's what Neil Connery. Sorry, Neil Connery. Ooh. Neil. Yeah. Uh, 8.45. All right, so this is a nine-minute song, so we got to jump into this. We don't do covers lightly. Uh, we, we did a 10-plus-minute version of We Three Kings last year, yeah. so go check that out if, you, if you'd like to after the show. After the show, guys. Don't rush. Um, so here it is. Uh, Tim, you're going to be muted during this part, but you can listen along. So here you have it. Here is the brunch weekly original single that we wrote recorded mixed and mastered all today we didn't really write it wow. we covered mixed and mastered it recorded it all today in the last like five hours here it is Feliz Navidad Internacional enjoy Galaxy Edition Navidad, the least Navidad, the least Navidad, 
Espero a minha e felicidade. Feliz Navidade. Feliz Navidade. Feliz Navidade. Prospero a minha e felicidade.
guys there you have it our intergalactical version of Feliz Navidad thank you very much yeah. uh, so you say you know a little bit of French uh, passable for French passable for the French there too uh, you were kind of making the French a bit more Spanish I, yeah. I have oh, a hard time yeah. not being Spanish it's a weird thing for a white and, and the funny thing is like you obviously like you guys would use more Mexican Spanish yes right. the Spanish Spanish is totally different to Mexican Spanish true yeah true. here to... it's all Mexican Spanish yeah it's Mexican or Puerto Rican I had a, I had a, me a Spanish teacher a Mexican teacher I had a, I had a Spanish teacher who was Puerto Rican uh, growing up so when i had my first two years of spanish Thanks, um we thank you jeffrey uh we learned the first two years from a puerto rican lady and then i went to a white lady who learned spanish in school and then she was our teacher and half of everything we learned was wrong because our teacher was probably right we have a larger puerto rican population yes, around here i sure. should learn puerto rican spanish yeah, and but there's so many work. different verse. Like original Spanish uh, even has like different dialects and stuff. Like, yeah, because I have a buddy that's from uh, Catalan, and 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 his they're Cat like Cat what's so totally Catalanian, different totally different language. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, Catalonian are you in Spain? Language. And he's like, nope, totally different language. And I'm like, all right, cool, bueno, whatever, buddy. Yeah, because 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 like maybe like Madrid, the Madrid Spanish, and they speak with like a slight lisp. So yes. It's like, and so yeah, I tour all over Spain and 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 uh, the Basque Basque is like Basque is in is is technically in Spain, but it's its own country. Really, the Basque country, wow. and that is like nothing like Spanish. Like Catalonian, you can tell it's still a Latin language. Yeah, but Basque is a is a Celtic language, like. Gaelic, like really? traditional Irish and Scottish. That reminds me of like the mountains of West Virginia, where there are people that have been living it, like the, the yep. in the Appalachian Trail, and oh, the, yeah. you cannot accent. talk to them in English. They're speaking some bastardized version of English. You might almost like Welsh, you know, like how yeah. Welsh is like Welsh, but it's not English, <laughs> and there's different options. No, no, Welsh. Welsh is again, it's a Gaelic language. Yeah, yeah. Welsh right. is. Welsh is an entirely different language to English. English is uh, a, technically a Germanic language, wherefore yeah. um, Welsh is a Celtic language. Yeah, it's it's mental. Um, my partner is Finnish, and that language is like Klingon is nearer to English than Finnish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put like four L's in a row on a word, and you're like, is that like yell a little L? Like, what? Do you just hold the L and, longer? And, and, and it's like she was telling me the other day, like, basically, one word can mean, like, I'd like a cup of tea. And other words, is just calling somebody a cunt. 
Oh, okay. yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. You know, so what? I am a, I am a, I am a fan of that word. I like to tell people all the time when they're offended by words that they're just grunts and groans that morphed in and evolved into things that we assign meaning to. So if you Louis ever say CK there's a bad word, has my best bit on that, or oh, my favorite bit on that, on 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 the the cunt thing. Yeah, what, what is it? He basically just says that he's like he's like it's an elegant word. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue yeah. nice. Cunt, like it's cunt, cunt. Yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, it's who well, would ever call a vagina a cunt? Like yeah. who would ever do? Yeah, that right. bit. Yeah. yeah, I would well, never. I, I forget as well because over here, like that. It's is like calling like, someone a jerk. Yeah. Like yeah. we yeah. call someone a jerk off, and you're calling them a cunt, and it's yeah. just fine. But I I firmly love that word, and it probably comes from my love of the British culture. Yeah. Um, mm. But also, it's a word, and it's a brilliant word. There are very few words that mean what you want them to mean. Fuck and cunt are two of them that you just go, fuck, and it just means whatever you need it to mean right there. And fucking cunt, like fucking, you string them together, it's even yeah, more yeah. beautiful. Well, that, that's the whole thing about ink, the, the way the, 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 I, I like, I, I, I'll, I'll say English because obviously I'm in. Yeah, um, in, we're Americanized me. English. Um, yes. I mean, Scottish, Scottish is a, yeah. it's a whole different. Yeah, it's a whole different use of vowel sounds. Like I lived in Edinburgh for uh, nearly a year, and basically the word "cunt" can describe, like you just the way you say it. Yeah, depends on how how your how 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 it comes across. So yeah. you're like. I right, cunt means yeah. oh, you're right, mate. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> or you, you guys use it like we do. Cunt. Yeah. You guys use it like we do. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it took me. It took me about a good few months living up there to sort of realize that this sort of not all of them mean I'm going to fight you. Swearing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of like, like like in the in the Asian languages. A lot of Asian languages, one like vowel sound will mean something if you go yes. like oh. It means one thing, but if you go, oh, like it's the, the yeah. inflection on it totally yeah. changes the meaning of it 100%. And that feels more rudimentary to me. That feels more kind of down to earth and more realistic a way of doing things because it's all about the context of the way you are mm -hmm. saying things and those languages still get that. I will say one of my favorite movies that has different, it's a moment in this movie where I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Is it like, Snatch? No, well, no. Snatch. I mean, there there is something about. You're trying to listen to like the 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 what is the the not the pygmies. Pig, pygmies, pixies. Or, no, I'm sorry, no, they're what, fucking the, the, not the, pygmies. Um, the gypsy language. Yeah, 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 the gypsy language. No, no, no. Forget my people. I mean, I mean, Guy Ritchie has that allure because it's British gangsters, but. Euro trip. There oh. are two scenes in this whole, or the one main scene is when they are on the bus going to England or going to a, a football game, and Vinnie Jones is just ad libbing and he's just screaming out, "Get out of the fucking way, you garlic bread tossers!" And I'm just like, "What the fuck?" And then like another dude sitting in the seat, something about miar balls or something, and I'm like, "What the fuck is even going on?" But I want to be a part of whatever. These insult fucking crazy things are because yeah. yeah. it's way different. Oh, so Vinnie, Vinnie Jones, Vinnie Jones used to play for a soccer team yes. yeah. at Wimbledon, and they were called the Crazy Gang. <laughs> Makes oh. sense but, uh, because they 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 won the cup um, mainly because the other side was shit scared of them. They Makes were sense. absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Vinnie Jones holds the world. 
Vinnie Jones holds the world record for the quickest any player has ever been sent off. <laughs> Literally at the kickoff, the guy, the referee blew the whistle. Vinnie Jones sprinted and two-footed took the guy's legs out and broke both his legs. Holy oh shit! And then you this watched him in the professional sport. Like, yeah, this guy is terrifying. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, but do, do you know what? He was not the scariest player in that team. Well, yeah, he became a uh, famous Hollywood actor. I'm assuming there was some guy more grimy yeah. and disgusting and more. There was brutal. a guy called Razor Rudder. <laughs> Razor Rudder. Razor Rudder. Who was just I'll like Razor the, Rudder. He was just. Uh, oh, he was just like. He was the centre back. And he was notorious for just basically the start of the game, the star striker, the pristine striker of the of, of the the other team. Right. He would just tread on their feet with his studs and oh, like try man. and break some toes. That he sucks. was a big man. He was not very mobile. Yes. But he, could he was hurt. a bulldozer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just running shit over. <laughs> Oh, yeah. all right. Well, I got a, t a cat attacking me here. Um, look, you want to play? Kitty. You don't want to play. Oh, Lucy Fur over here going crazy. Yeah. Uh, now, Tim, to, to shift to start shifting the focus over to you. Um, you are uh, and and take take this how you will. You are an <laughs> amazingly wonderful musician. You are a great live performer. You are one of the hardest working uh, independent musicians that I've ever encountered. Uh, you do a lot of music. You are mixing things and mastering things for other people. You are doing your own music as well. And recently you took a big step away from a genre that you were really comfortable in in your latest album, Lost. Um, now, I don't want to speak too much on it. I'll let you do that. But we are going to be playing the title track, uh, Lost, off of your recent release. Um, this album is a lot about mental health. This is a very personable and personal album. Um, and it is something, again, that genre-wise is just, like, way outside of what your 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 wheelhouse would be. Uh, I was going to make a wheel-hole house joke there, but it didn't come <laughs> to me in time. Um, your whole wheelhouse. There it is. Um, now, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the, 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 the brain baby that became lost and, and where it all kind of derives from for you and... and what we're going to be hearing on this single, the title track. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've never been one to stick to things um, yeah. as a musician anyway. Like, I've, I've kind of, every album I've ever done has been different. But this one was a real, like, outside comfort zone. So it started maybe about four years ago, I think 2016. Okay. Actually, when I first met Greg Rikus, which is how I met you, Kyle. Yes. And, and Zach as well. Um, I met you guys with Greg and now so I met Greg on that tour I came over to Canada for the first time I toured the States before but I'd never toured Canada how'd you like I Canada? Oh, I like Canada clean a lot. neighbors yeah, yeah they're, it's sort they're of the polite ones to the north <laughs> yeah, and the three of us Except are for the not French. allowed in yeah we're <laughs> legally all three of us are not allowed in Canada because of oh, our uh, past legal mistakes <laughs> Because Canada's really nice. I love, I, I love Canada. It's, it's beautiful. And the only thing I'd say about Canada is 
make it a bit smaller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for, real. <laughs> for real. It's, it's all like, one. You know, you they're think... all neighbors. It's one one main road that runs through the whole Straight country. Through the whole. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. been on that road for yeah. a long time. <laughs> uh, I, like, You're like, can I get a... an exit here, please? <laughs> Jesus. When she's been on a Greyhound for 19 hours, you yeah. been there. Oh yeah, I did the US yeah. in a Greyhound. That was a terrible idea. I thought I'd be Kerouac on the road <laughs> yeah. and. I was whacked on the road, and that's about it. Not whacked off. I, I've done. I've done your country on. I did like I think it was my second or third tour of the states. I did uh, two and a half months on greyhounds. Yeah, you've probably been to more states <laughs> than I have. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally. Like I, I'm literally fourteen states having uh, fourteen states away from having oh, played in everything. Who's staying? Is Hawaii yeah, part of it? definitely been to more states. Yeah, well, you need Hawaii, Alaska, the Dakotas. Puerto Rico. No, I've done, I've done the Dakotas. Really? Oh, you've been more than I have. Um, not North Dakota, I've played twice, in fact. Very Favorite nice. state so far? Hmm? Favorite, Favorite state, state so, so far. far? Or the most uh, enjoyable live experience. You can go with that. Maybe not favor, but the most, like... Portland, mm. Oregon is kind of cool. Okay. I like yeah. Portland. Yeah, and they just uh, legalized everything, so you can go there and do anything you want. you want. I like San Francisco, but then I've got a lot of history with San Francisco. Okay. Again, um, uh, Pennsylvania, weirdly, your state has been very good to me, and also I do find the Mormons quite amusing. They they are uh, not the Mormons and um, not the Amish. The, Am the, Amish. the Amish. Oh oh oh! oh the Amish. We have a history. Zach despises the Amish. Oh, fuck those Zach bastards. Hates them. No, I, you know, I they'll played, never hear I, this, though. They'll so. never hear I, it. And if they do, they're breaking their own religion. If well, I, I played in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. Yeah. On my first tour. And, Good pronunciation uh, we, there, because there is a Lancaster in California. There is also there is also one in Ohio. Oh, Jesus! We got which I have also played. <laughs> I've also played that one. I've played Ohio one. Yeah, anyway. So did you have Amish show up at your show? Uh, yes, and they were on the Rumspringer. Nice. Um, oh, it was just one guy literally decided that night that he was not going back to his community because he'd enjoyed the gig so much. It Damn, was that's awesome. Ah, Changing lives. Fuck yeah. Murdered family. Tim <laughs> oh. oh, right. Now, back to back to this album. You said you started with your, your tour with... with uh, yeah, so I was touring, touring Canada. And, um, well, I'm I'm bipolar, so uh, which is kind of a lot of the whole thing of the, the whole flow of the album. Yeah is why I decided to do this mental health album. But um, I'm bipolar, and so 17-hour bus journeys bore the living shit out of me, and okay. I'm climbing the walls, and I don't really do nothing very easily. Yeah. Um, this lockdown has been a prime example. I've demoed nine albums. And, and honestly, the release of this album kind of fits so well. Like, it's an unfortunate thing that it fits so well right now. Mm. But there are so many people in the world that have mental health issues. There are introverts that are that are loving being able to stay at home. Sure. But there are, as a, a friend that I don't think you got to meet that night, but I don't know if you met him prior, uh, Cliff Albert, who's the drummer for uh, Steve-O and the Crippling Addictions, no, he no, made a post uh, a couple weeks ago where he was like, Where's the support for the extroverts that just want to go and hang out and talk to people? We can't do that right, right. now. There are, uh, and that's just like kind of, you know, on on a surface level, uh, uh, touching touching 
the subject a little bit, but there are people with with mental disorders that that they they. Uh, how do you deal with them when you are just one on one with yourself if right. you live alone? And so mm. this album came out, and I went, "This is hitting." Again, sadly, at a great time for for the understanding of what the album really means. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean it. There are a couple of um, songs on there about agoraphobia, and it's actually uh, about somebody who is actually very connected to the album. Uh, in fact, the partner of that person mm-hmm. um, has... Uh, it appears on the album also does the artwork for the album very nice um uh, and and runs a mental health charity which is one of the mental health charities that all the money from the record goes to that's awesome but this guy he's awesome he's such a lovely person and because i always stay with him after the show um he's like oh i'm really sorry i couldn't come to the show but you know it's kind of hard to get out and and he's like he's agoraphobic and right. it's cool and I've played little shows in their apartment for him that's you know, awesome it's, it's like that's you so know cool. some some people can't get out and that's mm-hmm. that's fine you know like, it's yeah. like you do you do what you do to, <laughs> right like everybody's got different quirks I, sure. I'm bipolar it's like I do 250 shows in a year and don't think anything of it because yeah. I'm bipolar and I'm like if I don't do this I will be lying in my bed for a week just going right. I hate life everything yeah. sucks yeah like, yeah <laughs> so to keep the mind and body busy in the yeah I, I have to I have to keep busy and and so so this album was like oh I'd, I'd got sort of actually weirdly I'd got like the majority of it already done I'd got um I'd got like all the so it all started life on long bus journeys on the iPad of just messing around, just writing some stuff. Right. Writing some beats and stuff and just really for myself. And then I wrote a bunch of lyrics about mental health <coughs> issues on the same bus bus journeys and was just like, oh the iPads run out of juice, I'll just write a bunch of lyrics. And I, I was kind of just thinking about all this. And it just sort of seemed to organically form. I mean, as I say, 2016, so it's, it's only come out now. It's been four years in the making. But then I had to learn how to like mix that style of music because I've never I've mixed hardcore bands and I've mixed acoustic punk guys and yeah. I've right. mixed blues guys, acoustic blues guys, but I've never mixed electronic music. So it's like. Ah, how do we do this? All oh, right, and, okay. And would you call? I mean, d- trying to define yourself is a really hard thing to do uh, in life and in music, especially. Uh, but trying to define uh, a section of yourself here, because this is just a part of you that is isn't the all encompassing thing. But th- this album really reflects on on that side of you. Have you been able to come up with a term, like a short speak? easy phrase of describing the sound of the album itself yet you see i call it trip hop but that's okay. because i like um massive fan of um like bands like porter's head massive attack okay. tricky okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm like i used to live in bristol for a while and i met tricky actually tricky tricky's probably one of my favorite like famous people i've ever met because there's no bullshit for tricky he's just what you, what you see is what you get. Right. He's not that tricky. He's 
he's out there somewhere. He's like. <laughs> it's, it's cool that I say trip hop because here I feel like in our at least local vicinity, you know what I mean? East Coast shit. Yeah. Trip hop is not a very commonly oh, no. referred no. to. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Hip hop is, is more referred Probably. to, unfortunately. Yeah, trip hop people, like when you say that in like the uh, New York to Carolinas area, you know, they this, think you said hip hop wrong. They're like, what? Trip yeah. hop? Like, I don't, like, like, I don't on understand. Mushrooms and you're like, listening to hip hop? Like, no, like, like dude, like, never listen to Massive Attack, right. which it's so weird. You know that song, Teardrops? Yeah. The biggest yeah, yeah. Massive Attack song. The other day, during a Washington football game. Washington football team football Washington game. football team football game. They are no longer the I don't know if you, if you know throw, about throw that, Tim. Team. They yeah, were, they're a throwball. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Washington throwball throw team. Um, that guy. They weren't able to pick a name that was non-racist. So yeah, they, they used went, to be the Redskins, they used, and they, yeah. they yeah. can't be anymore. Right. Um, but there was a whole segment where this... Um, a uh, Native American man was talking about how they, you know, changing the name means a lot to him. And, uh, that's cool. I'm cool yeah. with that. But in the background, they had this song playing that sounded Native American. Okay. It had like Native American tonality and to the, it. And like the chant side and, of like, things. And like me and my dad are watching this. I'm like, dude, what is this fucking melody? I was like, I know this. He's like, I know this too, dude. I can't think of what it is and then yeah. after it was over I'm like that was just Teardrop by yeah. a Native American version of Teardrop oh, yeah. by Massive Attack I'm like honestly my is, favorite and no I bet you not that many people that are Washington football team fans got that or right. like the Native like yeah. why did they use a Massive why did they use Teardrop that went, as a as a, as a Native yeah. American style cover because the it. beat is a very simple steady beat and my favorite version of that I think is the Aurora cover on Triple J if you've yeah. never heard it Tim check it out it's uh, yeah. like a version Aurora uh, Teardrop mm. it's fucking rad Fuck it. She's, yeah, she's I have heard that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah she's mm. like a Bjork sort of. All right. Yeah, I played with her in Reykjavik. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. I've heard of her. Yeah. Humble, yeah, humble over here. Humble whole house. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, now, the song we're going to be listening I'm, I'm friends with a guy called Oliver Arnold, if you don't know him. And, Do not. Uh, um, he's done, like, soundtracks to loads of stuff. Oh, awesome. Um, um, Oliver is just incredible, but it's my mate Ollie. It's really weird. Iceland is so small, yeah, right. And everybody knows each other. I ended up on a plane with the singer from Sigur Ross. Okay, oh, wow. that's and cool. He's just chatting to him the whole time, and he's like, "Oh, you're mates with Ollie and, and Thor." <laughs> I've got I've got a friend called Thor in Iceland. That's that's the cool. That's right. <laughs> People with balls um, to still name their kid Thor deserve to yeah. name their kid Thor. Yeah. Well, it's Iceland, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I would love to they go. It's balls. one place on my list that I need to go. It looks to. Like, when you land, it looks like you've landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> like, did we go? Did we say the moon is a place that I've always wanted to go to? Yeah, so I can just go to Iceland and knock both of them out. But yeah, yeah um, mass. What I love about that massive attack on teardrop, though, is it's Liz Fraser from the Cocteau Twins. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't who, know that. The Cocteau Twins were the original, like Sigur Ross, who actually sing in a mostly in a made-up language. Um, the Cocteau Twins, she didn't really sing in English. It was just like vowel sounds and noises. Right. A lot of the time, and I love that about the cocktail. I've been twins. trying to get Kyle to listen to them. Yeah, yeah, um, I, 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 I'm going to now. Now that Tim has doubled down on your recommendation, yeah. I need two people to recommend things before Treasure. It my Treasure brain. is the album to listen. Treasure oh, yeah. is the oh, album. Fuck yeah. Oh, now, speaking specifically on this single that we're about to listen to, uh, the title track again, Lost. Uh, yeah, by sorry. Tim Holhouse. <laughs> this one here, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is it, it features Sarah Marie Tyrell and AJ Simmons. Um, yep. And uh, we're going to be showing the, the video from YouTube here as well. Um, the video itself, was that done during lockdown? Because you are wearing a mask. And I was wondering yes. if that was yes. pre-locked out or if you were just a, like... No, that was definitely... Like, I, did, I did I did both videos for the... Uh, there's another uh, video for uh, uh, Twitch, which is also... It's me and my friend Barbara, Barbara Luck. Um, Love Barbara. that. I, I started diving into his music because ne- I've never experienced him, never... And, and I started diving in... Barbara is wonderful. Wonderful, like, it is. Yeah. Good word. So, 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 so Barbara is one of like, uh, is slowly becoming, well, not slowly, very quickly becoming one of my best friends. Like, we hang out a lot. Um, but Barbara's in my bubble, so that's how we could do the video. But um, I'd actually started Lost before that, but it took some time because it's a lot of it stop motion. Okay. I don't know if you if you could see it in the video, but a lot oh, of it's yeah. stop motion. Oh yeah. And so all the characters, apart from the ones without the masks, are um, are me. Okay. And it's because I said I would never appear in any of my videos, <laughs> and then lockdown happened, and I was like, I want to make a video. Yeah. Right. But I don't want to be in it. So uh, I'm the invis- HG Wells version of the Invisible Man. Yes, sir. Um. Um, the character from the Blair Witch Project with the black hood standing in the corner. Okay. And um, I do a throat singing project, uh, which is called Rapan. And oh, so wow. I, I put Rapan, which is the big horned mask with the bird nose. Okay. Oh, right. That's cool. So, um, so I thought that was the only way I would ever be in a video because I really don't like being in my music videos. I always try and avoid being that guy like miming to his guitar yeah yeah it's just not me yeah sorry (laughs) no i hear you i hear you uh well is there anything specific about this song lyrically uh what it meant to you that you want to say real quickly before we jump in and let everybody give a listen Um, to i mean this one is fairly direct this is the title track and this one is fairly direct it's about depression yeah uh it's about suicidal thoughts uh if i'm gonna be serious for just a second it's all right <laughs> um so it's about suicidal thoughts and i i've on two different occasions have tried to commit suicide um and maybe bottled it i guess uh, but just realized there was a lot more to live for and i think right. there is always a lot more to live for there's always more adventures more fun times for sure yeah the it, it, it somehow always gets better yeah you know what yeah. i mean like then, there's yeah. always a yeah like that's mm. you know when I go through depression like 
you know, it hasn't really hit me yet, but it's very seasonal, you know, especially during mm-hmm. this time. But yeah, it gets dark. You get earlier, to a point where it's like, that, okay, it and then I kind you. of start welcoming it in because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. it gives me a different perspective on what I've been looking at for looking at through the whole year. And then spring comes around and, you know, but coming out of winter, it's like, okay, well, there, it's going to get better. Yeah. It's, it's coming. It's yeah. a cycle. And, and, and always remember that, yeah, and always remember you've got friends out there. Yeah. That is very people true, to talk too. To. The, the way um, I always think about it is there's, like you said, adventures. There's somewhere I've never been. If I'm ever at that point and I'm thinking, you know, uh, what's the point? Like, why, why go on? I always go, well, I could just pack a bag and just start walking. I've never done that. I never just packed a bag and started walking. I never forest gumped it. I could just walk across the country and just see what happens. And if I were to die because of natural causes, it's better doing it on an adventure than than at my own hand in that way. Exactly. Um, And there's always something else. If there's ever you ever any of you guys find yourself in London, just give me a shout. You got a place yeah, to man. stay here. Hell yeah, that's wonderful. awesome. Well, let's yeah. jump into it uh, again. It's a beautiful song. I love this whole album, and really it's stoked to play it for everybody that's listening here live. Everybody that's listening in the future. So again, this is off of the album Lost, the title track Lost from uh, Tim Holhouse, and again featuring. I just closed my phone. What were the names? Sarah Marie Tyrrell and AJ Simmons. There you go. All right, guys. So we'll see you in a couple minutes. Enjoy this single. I'm I'm gonna pee while I listen because yeah. the the cable <laughs> goes that far. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, I was 
was lost. I was lost. But never found. Never found. The lights are on. But no one's home. I'm underneath. Hiding from the naked eye. There is more to me than you will ever see. Lost from Tim Holehouse. There he is, back on screen. Back All on right. Screen. Um, again, just just a beautiful Doesn't song. It, like you said, it is kind of more straightforward and more simple and, and to the point in there. Um, but sometimes I am I am a uh, classic overthinker, um, and something that Zach struggles with me lyrically a lot is brevity and just simplifying things. And sometimes I feel like as uh, as a writer, as a lyricist, as an artist, however I want to describe myself, that like, oh, no, no, I can do better than just saying that word. I can just I can do better than just saying those very simple words, you know, like just saying I love you in a song and just kind of like, eh, I don't need to say that. But if that's the right word, if that's the, the, the right feeling and the right tone for you in that moment it, it works and that is something that i love about that single lost yeah it's great song. it is it, oh, it, thanks, it gives you a trance like feel in certain points mm. um but it is uh a, 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 a brava to you sir that it is wonderful and like you say at the end of the video you're, you're not alone yeah if, if you're having those thoughts you have friends you have family you have somebody out there um and and if you think you don't just just email us 
Uh, yeah. and, and we'll talk to you. Don't don't send it to that a- address we used to give you because that doesn't go anywhere. Mm. One two three Justin sucks PA dot com isn't you should, you should isn't send working it to, so much. Uh, we but have you, a phone number. We do have a phone we number. Phone you can five seven zero seven nine five WO W O A H. We we have not had any more calls unfortunately. Uh, but you can send it to to this uh, this phone number and literally we'll oh. we, we won't play it on air if you don't want to. But we will we'll talk to you. Um, and, uh, but yet you're, you're never alone. You're never alone. There's always something. There it is. 570-795. Whoa. If you want, um, I think our country code is one cause we're America. God damn it. God damn it. Um, yeah. but dude, um, so we, we've spoken to you about this yeah, album. Wait, I want to talk about this. Yeah. Tim, have you heard, um, cause I'm listening to that, that song that we just listened to. And it would be such a lovely show to see you and have you heard of the band Fontaine's DC? Yes. From yes, Ireland. Have you played with them? Yeah. No. Okay, alright. All right. Right. We're gonna drop uh, names and you'll be like, that, oh yeah, yeah, old mate. Ta- uh, old a mate. Hero's Death is uh, it's pretty big over here on NPR. Right. Yeah, I think they're quite big over here. It's I am I'm kind of like at that age and and it's funny I was talking uh, like to some friends of mine and one of which is very fame a very famous guy and it's like it's funny when you're like if I guess talk- one name if it's right will you tell me yeah go for it is it Frank Turner yeah that guy <laughs> just so you know uh, I messaged Frank Turner on Twitter when we originally started this podcast asking for him to allow me to use um, I Won't Sit Down and I Won't Shut Up as the oh, yeah. opening theme song uh, to Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up and I never got a response but I was just like eh, let's just see well no I, I was a bit, I, ch- I chatted to him a little bit and like it's funny because the lockdown I probably chatted to him more since lockdown Yeah, right. but he's a really busy guy and um, Dude, he's a really nice person as well he's I a really hoped good- that so much because his music is beautiful and He's even going back guy, to yeah. his, I forget what the name of his older band, but like I did the research and like Million like, Dead, yeah, Million yeah. Dead, Million Dead. So, so Million so Million good. Dead used to be my old hardcore band's support band. Okay. Really? Yeah, and then Very they got cool. kind of then they kind of like our trajectories kind of went like that, right? And then we opened up as their support band. Nice, it's like it's the way it, it like, goes. It was like, oh, oh, does anybody remember Soon the Darkness? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Guess what? They're now opening for Million Dead. Isn't that the band that used to open for them? Yeah. So, yeah. That's the hardcore punk scene all over. Yes, it is. Hey, not, I, I just a pop, uh, question popped in my head, but have you ever been to Anderton's? Anderton's? Yes. The music store, yeah. The music store. Yes. I just bought a distortion pedal from them on... Monday. Okay. Jesus. We used to be obsessed. Yeah, Yeah, that was like the number one YouTube channel in this house for a very long time. It was that and the animals sounding like humans. They used to to have a store down in Portsmouth, my hometown. Okay. So that's where I bought a lot of my early early gear from. It just seems like a really uh... cool fucking shop. Honestly, mm. yeah. Well, at least yeah, it's in, cool. the main shop's in Guildford, and that's where that's where the pedal. Like, I bought a Moa Hustle Drive pedal. Okay. okay. Hell yeah. Um, 
as, as I guess like the translation in dollars would be about fifty dollars. Oh yeah, right. not bad. Pounds. Right. It's about forty pounds pedal. But the reason I bought it was because I'm. <laughs> I've been recording a new album. Oh and yeah. I forgot my distortion pedal. Oh shit. And the guy that was the pedal he had. Uh, I'm actually. So the whole album is being tra- all the guitars on the album are being tracked through um, this hustle drive pedal, but also into Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine's amplifier. Oh, very okay. nice! Wow. That's cool. Wow. I met him once, <laughs> which is so weird. I met, like- him, I met him in uh, uh, Finchburg, Massachusetts. It was 116 degrees. We were playing Warp Tour, and. Uh, we literally, my guitar player at the time, uh, was like, "I really like them. I'm gonna go knock on their 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 bus door." And we knocked on the door of their bus, and they just came out and just started bullshit with us. And we're like, "Hey, we really like you. You're fun. Yeah. Like you're you're ridiculous." Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the people from my bloody Valentine have no airs. Oh wait, sorry, stuff. I'm mistaken. I'm not, not bullet for my Valentine. I'm thinking bullet for my Valentine. Those <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Other a band. Terrible band. This has happened so many times with Zach and I. He goes, "My bloody Valentine." I'm like, "Yeah, I've met them." And he goes, "No, you yeah. haven't." And I go, "Oh yeah, that was bullet for my Valentine." <laughs> Never mind. Bad story. Um, I'm sure they're nice lads. They're from Wales. They were. They, but... were, they were nice, but we were like fan. He was fanboying out, and I'm just like, I don't really know who you guys are. No, more Lady Valentine are from like the 80s. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the shoegaze. Yeah. The shoegaze. shoegaze yeah, back. yeah. Yes. The, the, yeah. Basically, the band that invented shoegaze. Yes. Um, yeah, I met Kevin. So your story um, playing... is way more impressive now. <laughs> Continue. So I, I'm playing through Kevin's You're so amp. Stupid. You're so um, stupid. I am stupid. I'm a stupid. So I'm, I'm playing through stupid Kevin's boy. amp uh, because he's somehow it's been passed on to the guy that I mean the guy I'm I'm recording with is is quite a guy. His, his name's John Hannon. He okay. was in a band called Understand who toured with Helmet. Okay. Oh, dude, I fucking oh. love Helmet. I thought I had a Helmet album behind you, but it's Hermeto. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, Helmet. It was that like that's my childhood. My yeah. dad was super into Helmet. Yeah, that, that was also my grandfather's name. He it was German. It was his name was Helmet. <clears throat> so when my dad discovered this band in like '93 or whatever, right? He's like. Helmet, oh, this is my father-in-law's name. So, like so my band. old hardcore band, actually, the only cover version that we ever uh, released, well, kind of released, it was on the discography, uh, was Helmet's Unsung. But, Unsung, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great tune. Um, we did it in a we did it in a screamo styley. We were right. a scream. We were sort of like somewhere between like bands like Heroin and Klekataki Katawi and that whole. <laughs> That whole San Diego scene. Yeah, yeah. Of. I used to be the singer in a sort of San Diego style hardcore band <laughs> from That's the cool. UK. That's brilliant. From the UK, which is so funny because those guys were trying to copy UK bands like Joy Division. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, like it when just I goes J- back and forth like that since yeah. the beginning of time. We all want to be we all want to be blues players in 1935 New Orleans. Well, and then we also all want to be Stones, uh, Keith and Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, look yeah, at the exactly. Rolling Stones though. Exactly. They they wanted to be Muddy Waters yes. and yeah, they yeah. ended up with the Rolling Stones. So. And then people in the 80s grew up wanting to be Rolling Stones and they wound up being Wasp. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to be Howling Wolf. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that'd be good. I just want to be Roy Orbison and Johnny Cash mixed together. That's what I want. I want to be. Yeah. I want to be the Traveling Wilburys. That's what I want. To be. Yeah. I want myself. I actually came up with an idea years ago. Uh, a couple of years ago, to do a band called the Traveling Pillsburys, oh, where God. we just got a bunch of fat guys to cover Traveling Wilbury songs, but we just sing about baked goods instead of anything oh. life related. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good idea. I love, I love the Traveling Wilburys. Oh, uh, me I'm, too. Like, I'm, I'm so, uh, like it's it's a weird one. Tom Petty for me until the Traveling Wilburys. I didn't get Tom Petty. Yeah, right. yeah. And then the Wilburys. I was like. I'm gonna go check this guy. I think that's what got me into Dylan a little bit more. Yeah, we talked about this last week. We we were all kind of shit talking Dylan with Steve-O and Jen. Um, It it is the only thing of Dylan I really listen to that I really like. I respect what he did, but like I'm not going back and listening to that because it's just there have been people that have done the. I like Iron and Wine more than like their first album more than I like pretty much anything Bob Dylan ever did on his own. And Blonde on Blonde is an amazing album, and I'll give him the band and everything that they worked on together. But Traveling Wilburys was like the peak, and it's yeah. pretty much just like see for me, Blood, the blood on the Tracks. That's it. Okay. Blood on the Tracks. Yeah, that's, Blood that's on the, the Tracks by Bob yeah. Dylan. Yep, yeah, yep. that's no, a great yeah, record. Yeah. Hurricane as well. Like you, you like there, there are plenty, <laughs> uh, 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 plenty of great songs he's done, but. Yeah, it was the Wilburys that brought me... Uh, That's what got the, me to at least listen to more of his yeah, discography. And, but also, you know Tom I mean? Petty, it made me look at him going, you were a child. You were like 30 years old, yeah. maybe 35. And these guys that had been around for 20 years, like Roy Orbison, George Harrison, I mean, Jeff Lynne mm. as well. Uh, but like... Everybody you got, hates and, Jeff Lynne so much. I yeah, love I Jeff Lynne, but it's just kind of like you're like the the fifth yeah, most important person in that band, even though you probably did the most. <laughs> no, he probably did it. the most work. He probably uh, did the most. Actually, work. that document. There's a really awesome yeah, that 25 back, minute. Yeah, doc it's on, on YouTube. YouTube yeah. If you've never watched it, it's really yeah. cool. Watch it's all it. about them going to Bob Dylan's house and making it. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I never was huge in Bob Dylan until until the Wilburys. Tom Wilburys. Petty to Warburger. Um, Tom Petty, definitely the Wilburys give me more respect him because before that, it's like our friend Steve and I said years ago that the toughest song ever written is I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. And that was the only song by Tom Petty that I really liked because it was written after his house was lit on fire by a crazed Mm -hmm. fan or something along those lines. And he had to save his wife and child and get them out of the building. And right after that, he said, I will stand at the gates of hell and I won't back down and wrote that song. And I went, that's the most ballsy, like, fuck all the hardcore shit we're listening to. The one dead, three wounded, the fucking darkest hours. That's when he went in. And yeah, yeah, that's why I went. (laughs) But but like he so then I was like, all right. But then, yeah, Wilbury's expanded my 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 view for Tom Petty running down a dream that. Yeah, fucking guitar good. riff that guitar riff is just yeah the moment you he hear that band. first note you're like okay i know what this is like yeah. my brother yeah. keith who is in the chat one day told I, me, I think the thing with tom petty as well is that he's been ripped <coughs> off so many times oh he's yeah been ripped oh, off yeah. by the he's been ripped off by the strokes he's been ripped yep. off by the foo fighters and opening anthem even said in their the red album. hot shitty peppers if <laughs> yeah. you can guess i don't like that band yeah, it's okay. um, yeah, yeah. they're overplayed yeah. we did, we did a we did an intro song in our first season where we were ripping off the uh, chili peppers 
and it was just really fun to just kind of shit on them musically. Um, but uh, my brother Keith once told me that his favorite Tom Petty song was Touch of Grey. And I looked at him and I said, that's the Grateful Dead. And he goes, well, I guess I like one Grateful Dead song and I hate Tom Petty. Oh. And See, I was my, like, my... All right. The one I cover, actually, I cover um, You're So Bad. You're So oh, Bad. Oh, that's a great song. I cover that at open mics once in a while, and I fuck it up all the time. But my sister got lucky, married a yuppie, hits hard with me. Um, <laughs> and uh, it is... My I like, sister got when does she married a dentist. dentist. Yeah, that's basically what it should be. Um, but it is it is good such dentist. a good song. Good so you you cover that as well. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 it's it's like the one I it's like it's usually the one I pull out at fest because um, I don't know if you've been to Gainesville, Florida, but um, I, Gainesville, Rock City. Yeah, Gainesville, yeah, it's, Rock it's, City. It's, it's where, Tom Petty, it's where yeah. Tom Petty's from. Oh, yeah. But like they, they, the, when he passed away, there was like loads of um, artists drew portraits of Tom Petty. Not one of them, I'm guessing, is a professional artist. Oh, okay. they were oh, some yeah, fucking awful. <laughs> Dude, it's Florida. Florida is like the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you understand what that means, redheaded stepchild yeah, yeah, yeah. of America. Yeah. Florida is. Do you guys like have the... milkmen that fuck uh, stay at home moms in the UK? Because that's where redheaded yeah. stepchildren come from here. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we were quite aware of fl- writing in, typing into Google Florida man. Yes. And then just seeing what comes oh, up. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. You type in Florida man and then your birthday or yeah. something. And yeah, Florida I, man I played and then the, your I, name. I, I've toured in some very strange places in Florida. I've played it's in weird so all in... of the places Dude, in Florida. I'm not going to lie, though. Every time I go to Florida, oh, you go. I, I have can a live fucking here. wild time. You think I can live here? I have such a good. Uh, yeah. Even in the nastiest shit I've ever done in Florida, it's like, this is awesome. <laughs> I don't want to live here, but I could do this. For I one always, week I get here. brainwashed when I'm down there. And I go, I could move to Florida, and then I like remove myself a little bit. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It's like mosquitoes and heat and sweat and humidity. Like I would. Probably lose weight, so I probably should just do that. And crazy people. But the crazy people. Crazy people. And I I like getting into things way too hard, so I'm probably really into meth and bath salts (laughs) in about a week. Oh, see, I I I I really like it, but yeah, like I couldn't live there. But it's there's fucking alligators. One guy, yeah. Where was where was it? Lake Lakeland, I think it was called. I stayed in, and we went for brunch, and he was like, the guy's pointing out the the lake, and he's like. Oh yeah, the yeah there was uh, yeah I wouldn't go swimming that though because yeah. uh, an alligator bit bit a homeless guy's penis off the other day <laughs> when he was skinny dipping. What were you doing? With wait, your wait, dick wait, 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 wait! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He bit his dick off, and he's still referred to as the homeless guy. <laughs> I would say there's this dickless guy. He got into a thing with an alligator. That's where the dickless this comes happens from. To be homeless as well. yeah, yeah, he also doesn't have a home. No home, no cock. <laughs> this guy's uh, yeah. Apparently, no place to wake and no reason to. Apparently, he was off his face on meth, and oh, he decided yeah. that he was a bit warm, yes. so he'd go swimming in the lake, and yes. an alligator went was. The, the alligator wasn't looking for a substantial meal. He was looking for <laughs> a light some snack. Some sausages. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> some little shorties. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Jesus. All right. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about? I mean, we we've kind of touched on uh, a little, um, but your kind of your musical makeup, like your your musical DNA. What did you growing up in? I'm assuming like early '90s was kind of like your formative years for the most part. Like in the '90s, yeah. is that is that is that yeah? Kind? Yeah, I'm. I'm... I'm 44. Well, Justin's 78, so you yeah. have nothing to worry about here. <laughs> You're good, man. Um, he's a 97,000-year-old woman. Um, <laughs> but, but so at that time, late 80s, early 90s, what were you listening to from your family? Like, what was your mom and dad's uh, record collection or CD or tape or 8-track? And did it influence you in any way? I'm always curious to see if, like... Can I make one guess? Yes. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, ooh, that would be... Pink that... Floyd, no, Pink Floyd's oh, been a more... I had to find Pink Floyd all on my own. Okay. Um, okay. Me too with these two assholes. Um, so my mother, really my mother, the only thing the only thing my mother ever gave me was um, the Beatles. Okay. Okay. Obvious, fairly obvious. Yeah. I guess I should have went with world. that. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> would be the Beatles, though. <laughs> Weirdly, my mother has a very strange history in that, like, my mum... I don't know if you guys know the band Manfred Mann. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So Manfred my mom Man was in his Earth Band. Yeah. So my mum was engaged. No, no, this is the Manfred Mann, the original, not the Earth Band. Oh, before they that. split out. The, so they split, and Manfred Mann was the original band, and then Manfred Mann, the guy, formed Manfred Mann's Earth Band, and oh, okay. the rest of the guys went on to do the Manfreds. So oh. Dave, the guitarist in the original band who did like the songs five, four, three, two, one, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, yeah. I do. Was engaged yeah. to my mother, and oh, my wow. mom met. So my mom met Keith Richards and Mick Jagger and oh, damn, that's various beautiful. various people like that. And uh, she's telling me tales about having a Mary Quantress, except she didn't have a Mary Quantress. She looked at one in the shop and sewed it herself. Because she was poor. Oh, shit. Wow. So, um. That might be the most pre- British sentence ever spoken. Just saying. <laughs> she looked at one in a shop, couldn't afford it. And she, that's like Dickensy right there. Yeah. That is Dickensian yeah, my, as well. Well, Dickens is from my hometown of Portsmouth. Wonderful. Wonderful. So Christmas is big there. Well, you should check out her song from last week called A Christmas Carol, where we do a rap version of it. If you didn't hear it already, we're doing your hometown some good. Yeah. We're bringing Brooklyn to your hometown there. <laughs> uh, so but, but what, yeah, did your, yeah. so, what did your father so, get you into? Any music so my specifically? Fa- my, father, my father doesn't really... How, like, he listens to a bit of classical, but he's never... So my, my dad's a child genius. He okay. went to o- Oxford University at 16 years old. Oh, shit. Jesus. He was, like, he finished school at 14, and they were just trying to bide his time. The, the man's Damn. an absolute... He's like, the, what he doesn't know about physics and chemistry and ballistics aren't really worth knowing. Um, Fair enough. That's um, a scope to know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's like basically. James imagine, um, no, imagine Sheldon Cooper. Okay. At seventy. Yeah. At seventy years old, that's right. my dad. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Very lovely guy. Just walking around bazinga in everybody. I was gonna, like, I was gonna say, is that Sheldon from the show that the yeah, old? Yeah. 
that yeah, the elderly theory. people in America watch? Big Bang Theory, yeah. yeah that's okay. Only watched by 90-year-olds who leave CBS on for 13 years in a well, row. Well, my, my dad goes through all the physics on it and literally, like, pulls it apart and just works out whether it's... Like, Does he have you a know, YouTube channel? Because that would be something No, he doesn't know how to work technology. Uh, this is the weirdest right, wow. thing. I'll move there. We'll set it up. It'll <laughs> yeah, be good. we got you. We got you. He's, yeah. he's a lovely guy. But, yeah, he never really had... Uh, he'd never seen a live concert until he came to pick me up um now i'm no idea if this band translated over to the states but do you know the levelers no, no i do not No, right no. they're like a folk punk band from over here they i'm were sure huge. maybe somebody in the chat with more street cred uh or train track cred might know them but they not, were a big us. influence on mischief brew if you know mischief brew yeah don't know from that. pennsylvania yeah mischief brew is a, a philly band philly band. Oh, yeah okay Probably have heard. I still live in peace. I so, no. Yeah, I probably oh, have right. heard something from yeah. him. Unfortunately, Eric, the main guy, has passed away, but yeah, he was he, a huge Levelers fan. Anyway, the Levelers were playing, and I was watching them. I was like a kid, dead, like dead, getting into music, and so, so my dad came to see him, and he was like, "I've never seen a live concert," and that was really strange. Wow. So, I guess my parents weren't really an influence. It was a lot of just. It was almost like I discovered music because it was not th not that much about. Um, I think it was like about ten years old when I got into ACDC. Okay. Okay. Um, because one of the I was like a li the little version of the Scouts over here is called the Cub Scouts. Don't know if you yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, Cub Scouts, and there was that Scouts translates. were. Yeah, the scouts were on the, the the Cub Scout camp looking after us, and one of the Cub Scout, um, the scouts that was looking after us was uh, my mate Ben, his older brother Ken, who was who was like cool. He was about fourteen and he smoked cigarettes. And, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had, and he had a mullet and he he was into like metal. And so I got into ACDC. The definition of cool changes so much over the years. That's true. Mullet oh, yeah, yeah. cigarettes, it's, 14. It's gone back to that now? But now it's back to like, like, Look at the, like the, look the, at the that 14-year-old with the mullet and a jean jacket. What is he, he listening like, to? Oh, oh, vape. Yeah. You want to be my... That's yeah, it. That was totally it. He's sucking like, a robot <laughs> dick vape over there, for sure. And, and then I, so I bought ACDCs back in black at about age 10, and I was just, that was it. That was me sold. I was like, Fuck this, yeah. what... What's this music thing and how do I make it? I think my second record was Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Okay. All right. Wow. And I wanted to be Duff, Duff Rose McKagan. Yeah. Because he was the cool one. Yeah. Yeah, Duff well, he, was cool. He gave the yeah, roses like, to the roses. Slash and the rose, the rose. Axel, yeah, whatever. But Duff was like, you know, Duff was... Him and Izzy Stradlin were like holding that shit together. <laughs> I always... I actually... I wrote an article years ago. Not an article. Like a blog, basically. Um, that was breaking down. I had a guitar player that joined a band that I was managing when I was like 21 that was obsessed with Slash. He got a Slash signature on his arm at a show once and then mm. went to a tattoo artist and got it tattooed over and then got the portrait of Slash done over it. Not that well. Um, and I was like, I was very adamantly, I loved Nirvana. I loved like the 90s alt rock scene. So I was very against 80s, almost everything. It was the era I was born into. I wanted to rebel against it. So the idea of like the last like guard standing of 80s hair metal being Guns N' Roses, 
I was just kind of like, yep, fuck these guys, fuck them, don't like them. I was very anti them. I've learned to love them, uh, mostly through karaoke, oddly, um, and listening to other people sing them and me going, is that song good? Because, like, that person just did it terribly, and it was good. And then my brother would do it uh, as well. Um, But the, the, I wrote an article about how Slash was not a good guitar player, basically. And how if you watch all their music videos, they cut him off at the arm when he's not soloing because he doesn't know actually how to play chords. And how he would, they would be like, oh, we're writing a song, and he would just be noodling away. And the good thing he did was noodling. But the, also, good thing he did. His stepdad, yeah, was David Bowie. That helps, and I his know. daughter is one of the greatest things that has happened in years. Her redoing of High Fidelity that got canceled by Hulu nope. was fucking amazing. That was Lenny Kravitz. Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. Other guy, I'm racist. Also, also um, Slash Slash is British. You know that, right? Well, yeah. because yeah. Of the is that because of the Bowie relation, or no? Is no, that... he's from Stoke. He was born in Stoke on Trent. Yeah. Did yeah. not know that. Stoke on Trent? That's how you're talking, Stoke on Trent. <laughs> Stoke, Stoke on Trent. But I had this big anti-slash thing, and then I just got into him on the personality level. Um, oddly, I also had a big anti-Lenny Kravitz thing for a while, so maybe that's why you know, I grouped yeah, them together. Zoe Kravitz. Um, is, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I should have remembered it from her name. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, I was like very anti them. But then I found out a story that the uh, uh, Paradise City, right? Yeah. Yeah. The track, like his noodling on that, he was just fucking around. And in his head, he was playing circus music. (laughs) And somebody heard him and they went, what are you doing there? And he goes, I'm just playing like circus music. And they went, no, that's the opening of that song that we're working on. And And I went... All right, you don't need to be because I'm not trained. Who am I to fuck to tell? Like I was trained for like five years in my teens, and then I abandoned it at all costs. So I'm like, who the fuck am I to tell you like uh, what makes you good? That guy just had fucking sheer talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got more into him as as a human being, and and then more as an artist afterwards. No, Axel is a piece of shit. Yeah. Axel is mm. hilariously a cheeseburger man now. Um, in the way that he looks like a cheeseburger, and he looks like he only eats cheeseburgers now, um, and he looks like the the fucking cheeseburger um, from. Uh, I just want to I want to interject with the circus music thing. Um, yeah, I have no idea if this band again, no idea if this band ever translated to the states. But do you know the band the Cardiacs? No, no, no. Check out the Cardiacs. Um, okay. They're the greatest British band I think ever. Fuck okay. it. That's that's uh, that's a sentence. Wow. That is a heavy so sentence. Imagine a, a punk band playing circus music. Okay. Okay. Do you Ooh. know what? Uh, I don't know. It's this like band, almost so mustard plug. No, I was gonna say I don't know if this band translated to there, but um, uh, the World Slash Inferno Friendship Society. Yes, I know them, but I don't think they're massive over here but i do know them they're fantastic because okay. that's they're like more the punk theater band though the they're more yeah they're more theater than circus this okay, is yeah, yeah. Uh, um this is like circus music played by a punk band a math rock punk band okay <laughs> all right uh, right down my alley, you are literally making weird <laughs> connections right now so tim the singer um sadly passed away this year in fact very, it, it was very upsetting. He's, he's a brilliant, brilliant musician, and I, I actually got to hang out with him. 
In fact, his band introduced me to Napalm Death. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. They were good friends with Napalm Death. That's cool. Oh, when you say introduce, like actually physically introduce you to the yeah, people. Yeah, physically. And, oh, okay, and never mind. And then when I but then when I met people saying when I met him, <laughs> when he was at one of my shows, and I said I told him the story how I went to see his band and they were doing a joint gig with Napalm Death, and I got into Napalm Death. He's like, oh. Who shall we ring? And I was like, well, I know Lee from Napalm Death anyway. But he's like, Shane, I've got Shane's number. Like, he phones up Shane Embry from Napalm Death at three in the morning. We have a conversation about like nothing much in particular, but it's just like, that's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. Scum is so seriously the Cardiacs, um, huge influence on Voivod. If you know, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Canada, no, yeah, um, huge influence on Blur. Okay, like, yeah, the yeah. bands that they've influenced more than they were ever a big band themselves. Right. Yeah. Now you they're said one of those. Oh, I'm hmm? sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Yeah, they were like one of those bands that like influenced so many people, but never got really famous. Right. Yeah. yeah they should have done, but it... it's like the <laughs> Brian Jonestown massacre. Yeah, yeah. another another great example. Yeah, because that... you you said Blur, I just got to ask because you are from England. Or are you, what side are you on, Blur or uh... Girls? Um, you know, Oasis. 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 Uh, right. Oasis. What yeah. is your what is your take on that? And then on Oasis, who do you side with there? <laughs> <laughs> so let's break so, down the sides. So. Um, so when that was all happening when it was the blur versus oasis everybody would always say to me who is the best band in the world they'd say blur or oasis and i'd always say swans (laughs) 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 because swans swans are my all-time favorite band and like listening to my music nobody would ever figure that swans are my favorite band but like i i realized i was a bit of a weirdo as a kid when uh, 14 I went into a my friend's record shop and I asked for him if he had anything by Bauhaus or Joy, Joy Division and he said do you know Swans and I was like no he put the Great Annihilator on it cleared the shop and I was like how much for this record <laughs> <laughs> it was like literally like yeah I like this this is yeah. this big <laughs> They've played the same chord for about 15 minutes right now. I love this. And then, and then after like kind of got me into that, it was like, do you know Captain Beefheart? Oh Oh, yeah. 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 That's the, that, that is one of my favorite things about like learning new music, finding new music. I grew up in the days of, I accidentally found hundreds of bands on uh, Kazaa, Morpheus, Bearshare, all of the downloading uh, uh, of the early, uh, late Lime 90s. Wire, early. LimeWire, yeah. All of those uh, 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 ways to download Bearshare music. Bearshare now sounds like a grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is definitely yeah. a place where large <laughs> gay men yeah. play I with other large gay men and internet. it's just all even. It's you're just sharing your bear. Um, we could start that website and make money, the three of us. Um, did, did, did you know I'm an otter? You're an otter? Is that a bearded, yeah. thin person? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. I, I, I figured. Yeah. I have. Uh, we have a friend in, in, might be still in the chat, Jeff, um, who has explained to me 
the uh, that there's a handkerchief thing in in yeah. in the I know world the of thing, yeah. so if you are wearing a handkerchief like like a, a bandana out of your back pocket, based on what pocket it is, and I'm going to assume that I think left, if I'm remembering correctly, if That's you're wearing it as side. left, you're a bottom, and if you are wearing it out of your right, you are Depends a top. On the color. And then it depends on the Snoop color. Snoop Dogg said what if you, you got are... a blue flag hanging on your left side, that's a crib side. <laughs> but, I trust that, Snoop Dogg. but the color thing, uh, and I trust Snoop Dogg in, in their world, but it also translates where depending on what... You're getting a thumbs up here, from Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Um, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> there, is, there is, like, if you're wearing yellow bandana out of your, out of your left, you are a bottom that's into pea stuff. And if you are wearing a yeah, but there's like different things. And Jeff, if you want to throw maybe a, a brief example, I still I'm not gonna lie. I still don't understand the what that means. What top and bottom? Yes. Um, you're either getting pounded or doing the pounding. Yeah. Well, but which one is getting it? The bottom. Bottom. I bottom believe. is getting it. A power bottom is someone that can really fuck back. You know, <laughs> you can really uh, fuck back. Yeah, because I've heard that term, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't like. Yeah. Who is who is doing who? Yeah. They're I'm both doing each other if they're both I'm doing not, it I right. I get that, but that who is, is the key. Who if is doing it right? You know who is the the. I can't. I've I mean, definitely I been done more say, than I've not been done. You know I'm when you when the, I I de- in my lover. job I deal with electrical connections and plumbing yes, connections. Yes. The male side. <laughs> they call it male and female side of yes. like a. a no, I know that's probably not politically correct when it comes to people. Yeah, but I think the, the but, construction you know, world is going to be about yeah, 50 years behind it. Yeah, yeah. They're still the, calling them 2x4s, even though they're a third the size. <laughs> there's a reason. Yeah, we that's know. the 2x4, that's the rough cut. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, I, anyway I, all right. The We're bo- mixing genres so hard right the, now, it's perfect. The bottom is getting it. Yeah. The bottom is receiving. Yes, bottom is receiving. Okay. And the power yeah. bottom is like a really you got, good you, receiver. They're like a pog, bro. They've got fucking thick thighs, and they can fucking power it back at the person giving. Is it a pog or a frog? Uh, a frog pog. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to the music. Uh, Sorry. You <laughs> never apologize. Especially when we're talking about power bottoms. I think that's a conversation that needs to happen more often with straight men because we don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, don't. Um, I just, luckily, like most the smartest people in the world surround themselves with people that know more. I try to surround myself with as many people that know more, YouTube being the biggest bottoms. example, and a couple of power bottoms because then I might be the greatest lover in the world. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works out. Um, That's my new album title. Greatest Lover in the World. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Tim, um, when you first started getting into actually playing music, was guitar the first instrument you started playing? I started out actually as bass, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And the the noble transition to guitar from bass. Uh, No, actually, I went from bass player to being the singer. Okay. Oh, you just dropped. I've never. I'm, 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 I'm. I still swear to this day, I'm not a guitar player. Okay. Um, um, no, I started out on bass uh, in a punk pop band called the Annabelle Club. Okay. Um, Solid name. Little sell tickets. Um, it was. It, it was only because um, Annabelle was the girl, the guitarist singer uh, oh. we had in our power pop trio, punk pop power pop trio. Fancied. Um, Unfortunately, he had he sang in the key of brown. 
Oh. <laughs> it was it was like the the man was tone deaf. He once forgot his tuner at band practice and turned tuned his guitar to E flat entirely, every string. <laughs> and I was like, and I'll lend you my tuner. Oh. And he was like he was like, Yeah. It, it was it was, unfortunately it wasn't till we actually recorded that I actually hey. heard his voice and uh -oh. it was it was That's it was quite something yeah. but yeah I started out as a bass player and I was quite happy being a bass player and I thought that was my position yeah. in bands um and then I sang a song on because he was doing such a brown job of the ballad that we'd written as a band yeah done our sort of green Your power pop punk trio ballad yeah, because Green Day you're, you're did it. Good riddance. Yes. We, we we actually did it before Green Day, weirdly. Oh, <laughs> fucking yes. Green Day! I saw Green Day actually when we were in that band. Um, but yeah, so I'd sung one and actually like hit some notes <laughs> somewhere Bless along the line. Bless you. And um, you only get two. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, so. The next band, the drummer from the punk pop band, moved to guitar. Turned out he could play every instrument ever, according to Man. Yeah. Um, and he'd written like a bunch of songs, and he was like, "You're going to be the singer." And I was like, "Huh?" He's like, "Well, you're never really a bass player because you always wanted to be at the front." Right. <laughs> Apparently, the, the position of the bass player is to stand at the back. Oh, yeah, 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 you're supposed to be right next to the drummer, just doing most of the work and getting none of the credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I was like usually on top of the monitors. I only had two strings on my bass anyway until like. You only need two if you're end. good. That's what our super producer EJ Five Thousand taught me it's when wrong. I was when I was like thirteen. He goes, it's he wrong. broke a string, and he goes, you know, you only need two if you're good. You can figure it out. And I went. I can't play a guitar or a bass if, if it's not exactly proper. Well, Morph Morphine played, the guy from Morphine played two-string bass, and he was amazing. It can be done. People play I mean, if you, if, if, you know, if you know Morphine, do you, you know the band Morphine, I right? do not know I the band. I do not know. Morphine, oh, there's another one to check out. Morphine, one of the greatest. Sadly, he passed away in Italy, but... Um, do you American know anybody band. that's not dead, Tim? <laughs> Everybody's passed uh, away so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so back well, to Tom Petty. Um, <laughs> well, Kurt Cobain, even. I've been obsessed by Nirvana in the last few weeks. I don't know why. Yeah. And I'm that really comes and goes for me. Well, yeah, the, when I was a child, Nirvana was like the... And I'll be all. Yeah, that you was don't it. get any better. Nothing yeah. Was, yeah, and especially in utero, dude. That was yeah. The, yeah. when I was a kid. That was the album that was just like, oh, I could, you could be weird and fucked up and make art. Yep. Yeah. Well, that in is utero is the album that like Nirvana wanted to make. I mean, I know yep. Scott lit re remixed a couple of tracks, but it's 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 primarily Albini recording yeah. a really good band at the top of the game right that's it that's, yeah. that's all yeah. it is and, yeah. and I love Steve Albini I've met that guy and he is yeah. like he's the most no bullshit kind of dude I've ever met he's just like yeah I. this is this this is that and we just chatted we chatted for about two hours me and Steve and I was just like 
you're incredible. Like you, like I'm nobody. Like you know, I'm nobody. Like you're Steve Albini. Yeah. Recording Nirvana, right. and you've just chatted to me about two hours about recording techniques and giving me like loads of hints and tips. Well, that's a sign of a that's real cool. fucking dude, oh, right awesome. there. Yeah. That is, yeah. That is awesome. What a guy. Yeah, yeah. That is fucking brilliant. Have you watched Sound City? Have you watched the yes. documentary on Sound City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. It had uh, when when Dave Grohl was actually talking about recording there and and you know going through the process. It was, it's really fucking cool. You know. Mm. Um, and just, just seeing how an artist, like just the the history and story of an artist going through that process for the first time is always, because we all have those stories of our first recordings or going mm. somewhere to first record. Yep, it's fucking pretty cool, man. I don't really. Also, know I've also met Dave as well. I've also met Mister Mister Grohl, and he's was that, also. How, how did that interaction come about? Was that like a, a playing experience, or just like a, a knowing people experience? That was set up by Lee Dorian, who used to be the singer in Napalm Death and Cathedral. Um, he, I, 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 my band opened for Cathedral, and we kind of hit it off, and. He used to come to hardcore shows that I put on at a place called The Swan in Tottenham, which was this sort of basically um, sort of, and, and the easiest way to put it was it was a cover for a drug's den. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the, guy let, and the guy let me put on hardcore shows in the back room and he was also my weed dealer. Okay, <laughs> that's um, an all-in-one shop right there. Yeah, it was it was it was fucking win-win for me. And he would he would just let me put on hardcore shows in the back room. But uh, so I used to put on these hardcore shows. The UK hardcore sounds sh- awesome for that. Like yeah, yeah, for that. Hey, uh, you want to play in this back room? All right, cool. And we've had yeah, our yeah. fair share of, of, of people that have offered things like that. Like, obviously, we, we didn't really get more into it. I know he's now stepped away to the night that, like, we all met. Um, mm. But, but like, that idea of, like, playing in somebody's basement is kind of the norm for us. Because in our local scene, it was pretty much basements, garages. Somebody had a barn house. You know, there's there's Jesse that that has been putting up like shows for years and years and years, or like almost probably the I think Steve-O claimed it as the longest running and operating venue in the Poconos, if not the the greater like area. Mm-hmm. Um, but there we've had plenty of opportunities that have been given to us by the kindness of, of people who own property, but it's very seldom a business owner letting you use their yeah. business in any way. Like well, that's, that that's is the, that's cool. The, that's the punk scene in general i think it's like whatever side of the pond it's like quite a lot of the time it's just somebody like right there's a space let's use it let's make a let's make a show happen we're not supposed to be yeah yeah. that also i mean i i i i I took on the swan in tottenham for putting on shows and i'd taken over that from a guy called chris thackerbury another guy called paco and it's like I was like the third person who'd taken it on and Peter the guy there was just like you know one night because the other two guys had been straight edge and um, I used to do that yeah I I, I have friends with lifers (laughs) tattoos you know I, well I was straight edge when I took over as well and then like I broke edge and 
Peter was chatting to me one day and he's like, oh, you know, the other two guys were like straight edge dudes and like, uh, um, do you smoke weed? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. Yes. And that, sir. Was, uh-huh. that, that was it. That was it. It was like we were like friends for life. For like had the room and stuff. And Lee Dorian from Napalm Death. Are like I used to put on interesting hardcore shows. I had to put bands on from your country. I put like um, Tragedy, Tear It Up, Annihilation Time. Okay. Um, all sorts of like sort of dirty, crusty, hardcore bands, Funeral well, Diner. Who what era there. of year, like what year around is this happening at? Um, early 2000, 2000. All right. Did you ever get a band from the United States called The Ninth Plague? No, we didn't get Okay. Them. They toured Europe. They're from our hometown. And I've always been curious as to where they played because the stories they came back with were like, you know, for us, Europe generally seems to respect the truer form of the arts. Um, if somebody is a, a techno group, a techno artist, whatever, they're going to get like respect here in clubs if they have like a hot single. They're going to get respect from people that truly love the art form. But it seems more in a broader way that Europe as a whole is more open to somebody just like giving you something... <laughs> maybe not necessarily new, but something that is just kind of boldly what they want. Um, and the same thing goes for, you look at like the, the Nordic states as you would, uh, uh, for death metal, black metal, things like that. Like they respect the truer form of that art, whether they're burning shit down or not. Uh, and if uh, a bunch of kids from like Kentucky decide that they like that music as well, and then they make it, it's harder for the guys from Kentucky to get respected over there where they want to be respected. Um, do you ever feel that, actually? Do you ever feel that with, like, is the UK... I know with the, the whole EU separation from... and all of that, yeah. um, aside from, the like, the political <laughs> side of that, do you ever, like, experience, like, oh, we're the British people going to other countries? Like, is there any ever, like, that kind of, like, snob yeah, nose yeah, turned yeah. up at I, you? Like, yeah, so touring mainland Europe. I get treated like I I am literally a fucking stranger in my own country no nobody knows who I am here like yeah maybe a few but like I'm more well known in Germany than I am in my own country because I tour mainland Europe because I get treated so much better yeah like you get treated like like I'm I'm signing shit every night for people, getting photos taken. Yeah. My my backing band are a German band. Oh, like, fuck uh, yeah. Fuck so yeah. They're a band awesome. in their own right called the Tourette Boys. And, and do they open for you when you tour as the Like, yeah, we, we, we're basically, basically the way we roll shows when we tour together now is I'll do like, I'll start the show solo. We'll do like a whole evening. I'll start the show, sto- show solo they'll do some of their songs um as because they're abandoned as i say they're abandoned their own rights it sounds sort of like the black angels or okay, um, okay. all, the, all them like witches oh yeah, yeah all, all them witches is great oh all them yeah. witches oh, yeah. yeah so check out the Tourette boys seriously they're okay. incredible like the bass player sings when they um they play without me but then we like kind of organically kind of somehow hooked up and then we do our, our end of end of end. So I play, they play, and then we do. I join them again, 
on stage for the final like hour Oh, and we yeah, do an cool. hour of our and we've done two records together we've got a third one on the way absolutely phenomenal phenomenal musicians hell yeah um loveliest guys as well and anybody who says germans don't have a sense of humor have never met my fucking drummer <laughs> all right hell <laughs> he's yeah. like he's like the funniest guy half the time i'm not sure whether he's trying to be funny but yeah he's a really weird guy he's he's like um and actually weirdly you were saying about pink floyd earlier uh willie the he's willie which is a great great name the guitarist the lead guitarist he's um i i was really a sid barrett guy yeah. with pink floyd i was like sid barrett or no pink floyd once sid barrett left pink floyd had done and he's got me really into like post Sid Barrett stuff. He's like, it's a so massive you listen to, like half of metal and, and most of the first out, like yeah. that's mm. not a lot of Sid Barrett really. Right. Like there's like what, one and a half, two and a half albums of Sid Barrett. That before. was it. Yeah. That was yeah, it yeah. for me. Yeah. It was like, I was like dark side of the moon. Not interested. Not interested. Yeah. No Sid Barrett. I will say I was on your side there. I didn't like any though. I didn't even like the Sid Barrett side. I was going, kind of like, eh. And then the first iteration of this podcast was, a, a show where I was going to pick a band and then the guests would pick a band and we would both listen to each other's band's discographies. And then in six weeks, I'd listened to 12 discographies and I was like, I can't listen to this many songs. But the first episode we did was Modest Mouse versus Pink Floyd. And so I listened to all of that and I was like, my brain is dead. Like, immediately. I just got a ton of karma on Reddit from the Pink Floyd subreddit. Really? Yeah, yeah I got boiled alive. Oh, oh, was okay. it based on that at all being posted years ago or no? Uh, no, it was, uh, I went to get pizza yesterday and on the way down in my truck, I had my phone on shuffle and dogs came on. For okay. It. Animals, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. my favorite Pink Floyd album, yep. Animals. Yeah, you've, you've stayed And, you best. know, it's just a 17 minute song. And it from here to the pizza place, grab my pizza and come home. It's probably seventeen minutes. Right. So I just let it ride on shuffle. I get to the parking lot of the pizza place. I'm two minutes early. They're very good. They're yeah. like when when they, they when Capola say it's gonna be twenty minutes. 20 you don't minutes. walk into the shop unless it's been twenty minutes. Yep. So I had a couple minutes. I sat in the truck. And I opened up Reddit, and I, I, you know, I'm a member of the Pink Floyd subreddit. Right. And someone Nerd. had posted, "Oh, here's a, an uh, an original co original pressing of Animals." <coughs> and so I put, took a picture of the screen in my truck right. of me listening to Animals. I said, uh, "Here's the opposite of the guy who just po posted the original <laughs> questions." Now you can see in the picture that shuffle is selected. Yeah. Because my whole phone is on shuffle. All 7,000 yeah. songs I have in my phone. Zach has shuffle. often found himself listening to a song for three minutes and then gone, Oh, I wrote this song. <laughs> yeah. It is you know, When you're at 81 songs yeah. in two and a half years, pumping them out week after week after week, you, you forget and the I, songs I you wrote. I literally have 5,000 yeah. songs on, yeah. My, yeah. on yeah. my phone. Yeah. And so I post a picture and said, Oh, here's the opposite of that. And I, I said something silly like, doesn't matter if it's the original pressing or MP3. Like I love this stuff, right. and I got flamed <laughs> hard. People were like, how much karma do you have on Reddit right uh, now? 
negative? Are you no, negative? no, I'm like in the. I have a couple hundred pounds. A couple hundred. Okay. I'm gonna, I have uh, a hundred pounds. All right. But uh, people were <laughs> like, yeah, it's cool to listen to Pink Floyd, but not on Shuffle, you fucking animal. <laughs> like, I got totally destroyed. So I woke up this morning. I went to bed. I didn't look at it. I woke up this morning to a million messages on Reddit of like, you are a fucking monster. What is wrong with you? So I quick ripped, uh, just looked through the record collection, pulled out a couple, like, I have an original press. I have two original presses of animals. And I pulled it out and like took a picture of that. Like, uh, to all the people that talk shit on me while I was asleep, here's a couple original vinyls of... Pink Floyd, just to prove to you that I'm not some, <laughs> I'm not some sick fuck who listens to Pink Floyd on shuffle. Well, you're it playing like happens. Rolling Stones, Pandora, and you hit like yeah, no, like musicians yeah, and I, like, twelve people later. And I had later. to explain to myself to the internet, I'm like, listen, I was not listening to Animals on Shuffle. My phone just automatically goes to shuffle in my truck. For some well, I was 15-minute drive to the pizza place to pick up a fucking pizza. Like. For somebody that does not use social media, with the exception of Reddit, Zach just had more interaction with humans on something yeah. than morning, I have in the last year of posting things for this podcast. <laughs> so maybe you should go in and go, I'm also an asshole on this show, and leave a link. Yeah, you could do yeah, that. I've got, I've got likes on the Reddit, too. That's, that's a very modern world. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the modern yeah, world. Yeah. People getting angry about oh. something. How no, dare you? Yeah, I was, I was called a psychopath, <laughs> an animal, a piece of shit, be like, Yo, there's a big flood on wait, shuffle. Wait, wait, Are you wait, crazy? Wait. Your mom's like, on I'm driving. I'm like, it's hard to listen to a vinyl record while I'm fucking driving. They somewhere. did have them though. They did. There used to be. There used to be uh, cars with, with record yeah, it's players. 2020, bud. We're not Come doing on. that. No, you got to bring uh, it back. Dude. All right, guys. Well, I know that here it is getting late. This is the yes. longest show we have ever done by far. Um, oh, And sorry. I know it is. No, no, no. no. Dude. I literally well, said I before. It. I am not. I'm not gonna stop this until we get close to three hours. While I was peeing outside, I'm like, "This is going really well." Also, at the end of last episode, we finished up and then had a great conversation. And Zach goes, "Why the fuck is it this part of the show?" So yeah. I figured, let's just keep going. Yeah. Um, and I've also reached the point where I'm back to the black labels. <laughs> Dude, I've got good. the Carlings. Dude, I rated that I, higher than I rated Blue Moon. I, I do like them. I think we got to get you this Carlings when you're... We're going to save one of these for you. We'll so bury it in the backyard. We'll bury it in the backyard. As long as, as, as I've got that. some of that Old Crow whiskey. That was yes. amazing. Oh, yeah. the that Old was, Crow. Oh, yeah. that shit is terrible. So, <laughs> what a, see, so you... That, that was Belgium the night may we have met. beers, but... Here in America, we, have bad we know whiskey. fucking bourbon, dude. <laughs> we got bad bourbons. No, we've had we've we got amazing bourbon. bourbons in America. But we were we drinking Old Crow bad. the night that we met him. I know, and that's a terrible bourbon. Yeah, and it's so that's bad. so bad. When he was like, I can't remember what name it was, I was like, was it Old Granddad? Because like, I can see oh, us yeah. drinking Old, old Granddad. Old Granddad is mid-tier compared to yeah. Old Crow. Old Crow is <laughs> like... Old Crow is like... Literally, the, the band that the did barrel. Wagon Wheel is called Old Crow Medicine Show because of <laughs> mm. that fucking bottle of bourbon. And you oh, really? Drink, yeah. They're an amazing band. Oh, I despise I that song that so song. much. <laughs> it is so overplayed here. 
I've never listened to anything good. else by them. I'll be honest. I've never listened to oh, anything else by them. Oh, they're incredible. Gillian I'll Welsh. check them out. I'll give them a good check. Um, Gillian but, Welsh is an incredible vocalist. I like the I like the song. I just have heard it. It's like Umbop or fucking like Hit Me Baby One More Time at this point to me. Where the only great performance of that song live that I've it's ever seen against me. Well, uh, Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that. My brother Keith did a version of Wagon Wheel. We were playing uh, open mics at this small town in Northern California where we were trimming weed uh, in the middle of the mountains called Hay Fork. And uh, they used to not want people to say their names, but they've been blown up on plenty of websites, and 12 people listen to this show. So, hey, Fort California. Um, you could see Mount Shasta from the valley. It was a beautiful place to live. Um, Jefferson, right? But, Keith, uh, it's uh, the state of Jefferson, the, the free state, state of, Je- of Jefferson. The free state of Jefferson. It's the, they're trying to succeed from uh, California and Oregon, and parts of them form another state called the free state of Jefferson. Um, and I'm all for it. It's brilliant. They want to smoke weed, watch their gay friends get married, and shoot a gun in the air. And I'm like, 100%, do it. Fuck it. Um, yeah. But they, uh, either way, <laughs> they would have open mic nights, and they have real folk artists like real american folk artists come through and we have an open mic night and i would get up and play music that's like what is now like my upcoming solo album um and and keith my brother would get up and he had a couple of really cool songs that he had like originally written but then the one day he just thought of this brilliant idea and he got up and started playing the riff to wagon wheel and the whole room turned on him like (laughs) Why are you coming in here and basically playing like Good Riddance by Green Day? Like, it's, if you had done that, it would have been the same. Like, they were like, really? What are you, 12? Like, you just learned the guitar? Like, we're folk artists here. We have real reggae guys come through every other month, you know, because we're in the middle of the mountains. Not a lot of people come through. Uh, we have the best talking heads cover bands. Um, they did, <laughs> they really did. Um, and Keith gets up there and he starts playing Wagon Wheel and the whole room looks and they all like him. They all love him. He's a good kid. And they're all just like, Mocha, what are you doing? And instead of singing Wagon Wheel, so it's like, you know, the, the, the chords, you can imagine the chords going and he goes, Colt 45 and two zigzags, baby, that's all we need. We can go to the park after dark and smoke that tumbleweed. As the marijuana burns, we can take our turns singing that dirty rap song. Stop and hit the bong like Cheech and Chong. Fly, fly high from here to Hong Kong. So roll, and he did the whole song to Wagon Wheels, <laughs> verse and chorus, and it works perfectly. And one day we're going to have him record it. But oh, it's yeah. the most ridiculously stupid thing. And then halfway through the song, he forgot the words. And the best moment is everybody that had turned on him started then chanting the <laughs> next lines at him. Like, you know, I bet my caddy will. And he's like, oh, yeah, I bet my caddy will. And he just played through it. And it's fucking brilliant. But uh, that is a long tangent just to say uh, I hate song Wagon Wheel because I've heard it except for that one time that I heard it live. And you said who? Against me. Against me currently. Like Another Gainesville. Oh, fuck. No, not currently. Not this currently. is 20 fucking years ago. 20 years ago they did, did that? It, yeah. All right. But either way. All right. So before we get on any more tangents <laughs> and before it's 7 o'clock, what time is it there right now? Five? Um, time now is uh, four. Oh, fuck us. Oh, damn, fuck man. Us. Sorry for keeping you well, up so late. Well, we, I, Tim, I thoroughly appreciate you yes, doing this. Do. 
it's a pleasure to finally meet you. So man. fucking I'm sorry awesome. I missed when you were up here. And we are stoked that I'll the world back. will I'll one day go back Hell to normal. Yeah. You'll be here. I've got, I've got a drink with Steve-O again. <laughs> well, we were saying we're going to yeah, do... Me, yeah, we're gonna do a, too often. We're going to do a bourbon taste test with Steve-O and Tim on the show when Tim can come back and we're okay. going to get oh, like yeah. old crow and old granddad and we'll work our way up to maker's mark or something. We should yeah, uh, maybe stuff. maybe plan our can next we, show. Uh, work our too. way up to Woodford Reserve. Oh yes, 100%. Oh, are, you, are you drinking Woodford? He's drinking yeah. Woodford. Yes, sir. Oh wow. Yeah, you got to pay arm and leg for that out there, huh? So so I really don't like Scotch or Irish whiskeys. Oh. See we're Jamie boys. I really love bourbon whiskeys. In fact, probably one of my favorites is is actually called Jefferson. Okay. Oh, I've had Jefferson. Yeah, I've had Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now there's, uh, I, I got I got it when I was in Atlanta. Okay. And I bought it, and they said, "I oh, think this he is... used to own most of Atlanta." That probably makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they they had it in like one day in this this liquor store, and they were like, "We we don't get this in very often." So we bought it and I drank it in about an day and a half. <laughs> um, and then I hadn't seen it since. Like, I went back there the next day and they were like, yep, sold out. And I was in Cornwall and there's this place in Cornwall, which is in the southwest of England. This small village. There's like literally 200 people live in this village. Just corn and walls. That's all they got <laughs> yeah. there. Cornwall's like kind of like it's a weird place. Right. Is it like Lancaster? Weird, no, no, it's right. It's the tippy toe of it of Great Britain. It's a little tippy toe bit. So you know the you know the way the Britain goes and yeah. it's like yeah. a little toe bit. It's on that little toe bit. It's Land's End is in Cornwall. It's it's but anyway, there's this small village about two hundred people, and their local post office has the biggest import liquor store in the whole of the UK. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I went in there, and it was like, they had Jefferson, they had Woodford, they had Maker's Mark, everything. Yeah. Like, every bourbon whiskey you could ever want. I think I spent a fortune... I think I spent all my tour money on that. <laughs> nice. In that shop. Well earned. I was like... How? Because my mate was going, oh, you like whiskeys? You should go to this bourbon whiskeys. You'll like this place. Yeah. And I went there, and it's literally like it's local post office, and then it just goes back, and it's just like bourbon whiskey. We need post offices like that. Yeah, for sure. We're all state like, run anyway. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, died and gone to heaven. <laughs> it's just like... It's like my, my tour mates pulling me out of like the out of the shop, just going, "No, you spent like two hundred pounds already." <laughs> Gee, that's it. a good that's a good haul. That's, that's a, good a fucking haul. good haul. Well, hopefully it gets you through winter. And again, we we can't wait till we can see you in person. Oh yeah, uh, whether yeah, it's, you too, whether you, it's too. you hear us there, uh, uh, either would be amazing. Um, yeah, and I'll again, be back. Uh, yeah. you can check out Tim at Tim Holehouse at Tim Holehouse Music. Uh, the new album Lost. He's got plenty of stuff in the works. So guys, go check that out. Uh, go give him a like. Go subscribe. If you have a channel, he's like one of the most generous people. He does basically sub for sub. You subscribe to him, he's gonna go. Oh shit! You subscribe to me, and he's gonna check your shit out. So go check his shit out. 
Um, wonderful songs, everything that you heard uh, tonight, and 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 plenty more. Yeah. And then uh, I want to give a big thank you to Mr. Justin Nolan Pato for getting this all put together. You're welcome, man. This thank is you, uh, this yeah. might be. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this might be my favorite episode we've ever done because we just kind of let it go. Um, and maybe going artist with their music is the way to go because I think it's just a it's a good pairing. It just lets you yeah. listen and then discuss and and. When we got a chatty Kathy like this motherfucker right here, it's going to work. It's going to work. Uh, big thank you, as always, to Mr. Zachary. Good talk, straight bar. Stormin. I don't actually understand what you said there. I said, good talk, straight bar. Good talk, straight bar. Good talk, straight bar. Straight bourbon. You want a straight bourbon? Good talk, straight bourbon. Good talk, straight bourbon. Okay. That, that <laughs> That's where bourbon sense. comes from. Bourbon County, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were talking like yeah, a person gotcha. from bourbon. I thought you were just intoxicated. My no, mistake. Yeah, I, uh, I, just, as I drank always, a lot of bourbon. Go tonight. check out uh, our friendly podcasts. Uh, but what do we know? Who we do the opening theme song for? If you like true crime, if you like girls chatting about uh, their ridiculous lives, go go check it out. It's really fun. Um, also, go check out Sean and Dave Make Music, where they just dropped their episode with uh, international famous comedian Todd Glass. Uh, was on one of their episodes that just dropped last night. So go check that out as well. Oh, yeah. um, still upcoming is Zach and I's second appearance on Not Movies. They were working on the Todd Glass thing. And after listening to it, you and me can go fuck off because this thing is brilliant. <laughs> Um, yeah, also, I got opinions. Ah, I got opinions too. Uh, <laughs> go check out, go check out our our brother sister love podcast. But what do we know? Uh, featuring Anthony D'Angelo, Sir Anthony of the Angels, the Grega Man, and Super Producer EJ Five Thousand. Big thanks and big ups to EJ. Big ups, big ups, big ups to EJ. Um, usually I have to also uh, plug our, our featured artist, but that again was Mr. Tim Holhouse here, so go just double plug there. We're double plugging your butt double on this plug one. Your butt. <laughs> double <laughs> plug that booty. Well, all, all the money from my current album Lost goes to two mental health charities. Um, go oh, fucking awesome. buy it. Yeah. Go fucking uh, buy in, it. In the UK and Brain Aid in, uh, based out of Athens, Georgia. Hell yeah. Um, in the states, so yeah. If 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 you buy that record, thank you for specifying the, in the states because I just went. I know there's Georgia the country. Is there Athens, Georgia the country? Maybe because there's Athens sense. in Greece. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I went. I don't know about this. Two places in one city. No, we're f- we're from the north. We don't get down. We don't to, really go down to Georgia. Yeah. But to either Georgia way, much. go go buy the album if yes. you have money to spend this holiday. Spend it small. Spend it local. And local is international. It just supports somebody independent right now. So go check that out. Um, for uh, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, I am Kyle Mocha. After almost three hours on the air for the first time ever, uh, I'm going to shut up. Yeah. And as always, we like to, Tim, just excuse us here. We like to sign off maybe in an, imp- <sighs> an improper way. But Jeff- fuck you. Fuck the fans. Jeff Buckley! There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him.
Oh, 